Blog Talk Radio.
but you won't let me love you. Say you want someone to trust in you, baby. Can't you see that's what I'm trying to do? Stop by 
My Art Hotel Grand Rising and Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X Form by way of Truth to Power. I'm Beverly, and we are looking at the series UN Nigga Trouble. So, Dr. Robert X, how are you doing this evening? Deb, I was just bobbing my head waiting for them other songs to come on. <laughs> Which one? Oh, you know what? You had sent that in another email, didn't you? What other song? I played all the songs. Am I missing something? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, okay. I tell you, what, I'm sitting here with both of my nose, both both of my nostrils clogged because my nose started bleeding about 45 oh. minutes ago. Oh wow. So we're gonna go on though, Bev, like uh, like the song said. You're the entertainer. The show must go on, go on and on. So I may bleed okay. to death before the program oh, is no. over. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're going to have the show to go on, and I'm going to be on here for as long as I can. Okay. Oh, okay. Because so, the show. Mm-hmm. The show that is important. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just, just yeah. I mean, you. It's like you can't miss a beat because every day is something. It's just you know, it's like you gotta keep up. You can't even sit down. So what happened today, man? What did you see? <laughs> oh, what did I see today? Um. Hmm. What did I? Not much. I did look at some, but I I don't remember. I've been doing so many things today. Um, you know what did you there? see today? What did you see uh, today? I know where I... Trump was talking. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Everywhere I went, all I heard was "Orange Man" for the new Speaker of the House. <laughs> for real? No, you didn't. Bev, everywhere I went today, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. And it was mad. Wow. Day. I know it was. I, I heard everybody that I uh, tuned in to uh-huh. speak to it, but Orange Man. Mm. He, person I did, didn't hear say anything about it, which I thought well, was kind of because he's never mm-hmm. at a loss for words, and it ain't like he hadn't because he was at the courthouse, I think, again today. Right, and I think that's where where all his uh, words was at because <clears throat> he was talking about, you know, it's like he exposing them. He was talking about the judge and all of that. So he probably didn't have time to speak on, on, on what you were uh, suggesting. I heard uh, the guy that got I heard that he should be the the person, the Speaker of the House. What's his name? Salos. What was his name? The one that had got shot. Just Lee, yes. Uh, They all take a back seat to Orange Man. (laughs) If Orange Man wants the spot, he got it. It's real simple. But I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. The climate calls for it. 
the climate is screaming Mm -hmm. for leadership, real leadership, not fake political leadership, because we don't have no shortage of fake politicians. They're all over the place. And I'm going to tell you something, Bear. There's a major movement afoot, family. Mm -hmm. And as I said before, I said this some years ago. Well, before I get there, let me say here, I told some people that this dude that they got as the new mayor, this communist, he will be uh, shouted out of office before this year is out. He's going to catch all kind of hell. Well, Robert, why did you say that? Go ahead, Bear. You talking about in Chicago? The the mayor you got in Chicago? Okay. Yeah. And one of my closest uh, confidant supporters said, no, you're wrong. That the Mm. people in Chicago don't really care about no communism or any of this thing. And I don't necessarily disagree with him from that perspective. However, there are going to be events that take place, particularly with Juan Valdez and Juanita mm-hmm. Valdez and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven little Valdezes mm-hmm. to make for a uh, an understanding as to why are these people abusing black people and white people for that matter, to uh, resettle all of these illegal immigrants in this country. Why are they abusing the citizens on behalf of non-citizens? And, Bev, I sent you a video. This is happening on a consistent basis all around the country in so-called sanctuary cities. Okay? So I want the family to understand that there's major stuff brewing where the Democrats are running away like rats from their own policies, and I don't think they're going to be able to get out from under them because watch the irony, Bev, family. And by the way, you in trouble, nigga, or you in (laughs) nigga trouble. You can say it whatever way you want to, Okay. Because this whole thing is being orchestrated through the United Nations. And that's what the people don't know. Okay? The people don't understand that part of it. But if I got anything to say about it, they will know before this year is out because I'm going to direct people that I know to make sure 
that the people in the surrounding neighborhoods understand that this is a UN program and that your mayor that you think is representing you is actually being dictated to by the United Nations. Okay? And that your vote is not being affected because the Democratic Party has an entire secret agenda that most of the people are not aware of. So, Bev, I sent you a mm-hmm. video. I'm looking for it. You sent it today? Yes. Okay. And it's entitled, Juan Valdez. Okay? And if it ain't playing at a city near you, if you <laughs> live in the it will soon be playing at a theater near you. And I'm tell you something, Bear family. I have never, or not never, but rarely seen black people this upset. Rarely. And I'm talking about huge crowds, people that you would think are not necessarily tuned in to what's going on with these illegals. But the people are ready to throw the mayor and anything like him out of office, and he ain't been in there a year, okay? He may not last to next summer. Understand, family, how important this is because the Democratic National Convention is supposed to be held here in Chicago next year. People are erupting all over the city. Now, let me tell you the good thing about this. This thing has the capacity to mobilize the black community. All right? And unfortunately, we always seem to be able to come together much better under tragic circumstances, okay? That's our history. You can't get us to agree on nothing in between tragedies. But this one here, because they just put this dude in office, and he has literally told the black community to kiss his ass. He won't show up nowhere where this is concerned. And now they're ready to throw him out. Don't take my word for it. I want the family. And again, I don't think my nose is bleeding by accident. That'll give me time to allow you to listen to 15 or 20 minutes of the black community here in Chicago and how outraged they are about what this Negro communist mayor is doing. 
Uh, those of you in New York, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Because you already know your mayor is already on the run. He's trying to run out from other than policies uh, uh, less than a year after he was beating his chest about sanctuary. Check this out, family. Listen to it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. The people screaming, you work for us. Now they saying, what about our kids? The context is they want to take this park district facility that the community chipped in their own money to make sure that they had things in this park district facility that their children could use. And now here come these damn communist politicians who want to take this uh, park district facility that these people spent their money on, the community and give it to Juan and Juanita Valdez and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven little Valdezes. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, if we can go ahead and, and we don't need to do so. Nancy, I work for the Chicago Park District for the North Region, and I'm here to support the staff for Amundsen Park and the surrounding parks. I'm the commander of the 25th District. Commissioner Powers. My name is John Robertson. I'm the Chief Operating Officer for the City of Chicago. First, start off by saying thank everyone for coming out. This, in my opinion, has been one of the most difficult situations that we've had in the city of Chicago uh, this past Friday and so that I could chronologically let you know as far as what I have found out. This is the alderman, the elected official in this particular ward, okay? There are 50 wards in Chicago, each has their own alderman. This is the black alderman that the people elected. Listen to what he said. Uh, this past Friday, I spoke uh, to the mayor's office, the mayor's deputy mayor, or the deputy chief of staff, who informed me Friday morning that we were going to have a shelter at this particular location. You're gonna you're gonna be allowed to speak. And is the speaker when I spoke with the deputy chief of staff, she informed me that we would have this shelter here at this location and I strongly object to it and I object to it now. I don't, 
I don't, I, and I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying that because I want your applause. I'm saying that because we cannot take a, we cannot take a resource from our community. I, I have told the mayor this, I've told the superintendent of our parks this, and I will state it to the top of the roof. We cannot take resources from the black community, a community vested in. Now I say this, those seniors that come to this park, know that I come here every, th every the fourth Thursday of every month with them. I know of the programming that's in this park, but there's so many other reasons why this park should not, and not just this park, but any park should not be converted to a migrant shelter. First of all, we deal with security issues. Now, particularly in this area, our police officers have been working tirelessly to help reduce violence in the Amundsen Park area, in the North Austin area. And this by no way helps them in their efforts in reducing crime. I say secondly, I believe in a democracy. I believe in a democratic process that says before you make these decisions, these decisions need to be brought to the community. Now, I will say this. There's some out there that say we want to see the email. I can show you every email I have. You come sit down with me, I will go through every email. But there are no emails with regard to this. I received a phone call Friday that this was going to be a shelter. Yep. Now, one other reason that we do not need this as a shelter. We have for months, for months, and even beyond months, we have been telling our youth, if I could please speak, we've been telling our youth not to go downtown, not to gather in mass, not to commit crimes downtown, because we want to provide opportunities for you in your community. Well, this specifically flies in the face of that, and it takes a very valuable resource from our youth. Our, our seniors have been able to walk across the street and enjoy programming here. It will be extremely difficult, extremely difficult, for them to walk a mile and a half or even get a mile and a half from here to continue their senior program. So I ask you, and I have never asked this of the community before, I ask you to join me and stand up against allowing this to become a shelter. Now, guys, hold on. I, I want you to know, I, I, wa I want you to know that I support our mayor. He is our allow me, allow me to finish my sentence. I support our mayor and what he is tasked with. Our mayor is tasked with over 15,000 providing for the well-being and, and shelter for over 15,000 people. Guys, I am, I am not going to try to talk over you. 
I am not going to try to talk over you. But although, although I support our mayor, I do not support his decision to use this as a park. We cannot use our parks. We cannot use our parks to house migrants. Again, it takes away from the vibrancy of our neighborhoods. And so with that, I ask you, I ask you to join me. Now, we have not made this into a migrant shelter yet. But if we call our mayor's office, if we can get on our, our telephones, if we can talk to his deputy mayor, his chief of staff, we can do everything that we can possibly do to make this not a shelter on the Austin community. Speak. Mr. Glover, Mr. Glover, you're going to get an opportunity to speak. No, 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 no. Turn the mic on. We're tired of hearing politicians. Turn the mic on. Turn the mic on. Good evening, everyone. I'll show you how disrespectful this is. On the 5 o'clock news, they projected that the migrants would be here by Saturday. Look, at, look welcome to the welcoming city. Well, I got to tell you, only certain areas are welcoming. That's us. They want us. They say they want to use this park, but let me tell you, LaSalle Street, Clark Street, all the office buildings, nobody wants to be in the loop anymore. They all want to move west because of new buildings with better amenities. Those buildings are empty right now with water, heat, and everything, but they don't want the migrants down there. We're not anti-migrants, but this is so disrespectful for them to just sit up here with this crap and we're supposed to listen to it. You know what? If you would had your right mind and see a crowd like this, you would say to yourself, they don't want it. But no, these politicians, they think that they can just do everything. And see, another thing is you all's representative, I can say what I want to say because I take nothing from them. I don't need nothing from them. Okay? They have disrespected us, our community. They're going to tell us to just shove it down our throats, and we're supposed to like it. Yeah, you all are sitting there. And another thing, they do not have a plan. And so many migrants come in there, so let's take this. Let's, let's take that. Now, you see a viable park here that's functioning well in a nice area. Say this was a bad area. They wouldn't be here. Okay? Another thing that I want you to understand how we support this park. This park needed air conditioners. You think we went to the park? District? No, because we don't need them. We bought them. Supplied this old park. They needed a stove and a refrigerator. We support. We did it. The laboratory council. They needed a microwave. We give Christmas parties, and I don't ask these politicians for a dime. And this place is packed. See, they don't like people like me, because I'm not taking their crap. And all the, and, and Brandon Johnson and and Mayor and Alderman Terry Farrell, they wear this hat, and it's there. And all this crap about it, I just got to notice that. Well, if they don't give you that much respect as all of it, you don't need to be all of it. Okay. Uh, so, so don't drink, don't drink the Kool-Aid. 
There are ample places in this city that the migrants come up the health issue, the shots that they haven't had. They're going to set this city back a long ways with this crap that they're doing. Just throwing people in. They don't give a sh In New York, half the hospitals are full with migrants. They can't get away to... Now, 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 I don't mind. I don't mind. And we're not anti-migrants. But it shouldn't be on our backs. All right, this is our part. Mr. Glover, thank you so and much. I, and, and, and I want to say something to you all, you all. And when you leave here, stop depending on the politicians. And stop voting for the same people getting the same results. Go ahead, Mr. What's those two words? What? 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 Now, one of the things I'm going to, a couple of things I'm going to point out to you real quick, because he said it all. I can't do any better behind right, him. Listen up and give Mr. So, Russ an opportunity. Again, one thing about this is Chicago Park District facility. You have a Chicago Park District Board of Commissioners. They never voted on turning this into a migrant center. So, yes, thank you. Looking at tax bill. And it's like they don't even go through the process of going through the Board of Commissioners, not going through the community, and doing this to us. See, people talk about, and I'm going to defer some of my time to my wife, is the fact, I always try to talk before her because I never want to go behind her. But uh, people got to talk about the fact, it's like, they ain't taking nothing away from you. It's enough for all of us. No, it's not. No, it's not. Now they're taking away an asset that people worked 30 years. My buddy worked years to put together programs that they're taking away from us, black people, with a black man. They missed that point from this community. And it's like, what insanity, what are we going to hear from them that's going to change our minds from no and not taking our, our part? And the last thing I ask of you, please, please call Anthony Bill, call all the Aldermans and say support Alderman Anthony Bill ordinance for a referendum on whether Chicago remain a sanctuary city. And think about it. this bill is not, it's not to say kick off the migrants that's already here. It's to a point we just got to say no. Because, because if you all got a $500 million, because it's $300 million now, and by Christmas in January, it's going to be $500 million. Now, if you got $500 million laying around, I want to be in your family, first of all. I want to be your third cousin once removed. But the reality is, it's got to say no. Because that's the simple solution is no. Turn the buses around. Ms. Trust, you got about 15 seconds around. Thank you. Hold on, Ms. Trust. Ms. Trust. Ms. Trust, hold on before you start. Hold on before you start. We have about 60 speakers. So we do have a counter up here to give you an opportunity to get your message out so that we can take this message back to the mayor. Ms. Cotter, Ms. Cotter Trust, go ahead. I want you to take a look around this room. I want you to pay attention. Because, see, I want Mayor Brandon Johnson to understand that you're selling us out for people who can't vote for you. We are the voters. We stood with you. And now you stand and you slap us in the face. I tell you what, tomorrow, we're going to punch you in the face at the polling places. 
stand for this. We say no. Thank you. Because you care. We are not, just, just give me a moment, please. Please. This is the mayor's representative. We are not here this evening to tell you how you should feel. We're not here to dismiss your feelings. The reason that we are here this evening is to provide you with the information to understand how we got here and how and why we are presenting this information. We're not going to get anywhere, folks, yelling at each other. And I'm not going to yell. And so what I want to do this evening is I want to lay out for you the facts. And I want to explain to you how we got here and where we have to go, okay? So that's how we're going to start. I'm going to Okay, folks, so, Alderman, if, if you would allow, allow us, because it, cause you're not going to let me present the information. So, that doesn't mean we're going anywhere. I'm here to answer your questions. We are all here to answer your questions, to be honest and transparent with you about the facts. So, that's how we're going to proceed. Okay. Thank you. Sarah. This, this. Guys, let me let me get your attention once again. Let me get your attention once again before we continue on with public comments. Let me get your attention. Guys, let's hold it up, hold down a little bit, because I want to go right back into public speaking, give folks opportunity to be heard. If you do have any questions also for any of the panelists, you can ask them a question when you step up to the microphone. You can't ask them a question. But I, I, I will say the next speaker, Come on forward, the next speaker. Oh. We got a mix. Well, okay, we do it five at a time. Where's uh, Laurel Steele? No, Daniel Hayes. Oh. Daniel Hayes is the next. Okay, Daniel Hayes. Who's Daniel Hayes? Daniel Hayes. Put it, put it in order, we got it in order. We got it. Right. Put it in order. Daniel Hayes, Laurel, Laurel Steele, followed by Bertha Frazier. Ms. Bertha Frazier. And then James Frazier. So Daniel, you can go ahead. Hello. 
Narelle Steele. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm the city does. You guys, the residents of this city owns the park. So why are we having this argument then? We should be able to make a decision. Say that again, ma'am. Why are we in here arguing about this? If we right. own this park, we should be able to make the decision. I, I agree with you 110%. Just like anything, like I own my house, I make a decision about my house. If this is our part, we should be able to make a decision about this, it. This community, this community should have been a part of the public engagement before this decision was made. Right. I agree with you on that. Go ahead. Daniel. These people live here. I don't know how actively these people use this park, but my son comes here every day after school because I have to work. Because I don't have any help, this is what this park was put here for, for my son to come here so he can be safe so I don't have to worry about him out with somebody that's not going to worry about his well-being. And that's important to me. You know, my mama did the same thing for me when I grew up. I came here all the way till I was 12 years old, after school, summer school, spring break, all that. I was here. And now it's continuing on to the generation, generation to the next generation. I'm, I'm 33 years old. I've lived here. I've, I've never lived anywhere else. This is my community. This is my park. This park has served me and my family for many years. Thank you. My name is Michelle Zappolo, and I should be on the list, probably like number 10 or so. Um, but my question to you is, if we shut this park down for the people that bring their kids here for sports programs, where they're supposed to go? Let me, and, I, and, let me go and let me answer that for you. I have an eight-year-old. He's been out here since he's been six. We have so many of this, this sports program goes up to 13 U. A lot of these young boys, they don't have fathers. So a lot of these coaches, they are their fathers. They are their father figures. They come to this community four days out of the week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday for game day, and Friday. So they spend part of their weekend here alone during the week. They keep them a safe place. It gets them mentorship. It shows them discipline. It shows them how to be raised as black men in the community. So you sit up here and you move our kids down when we already don't have the resources as it is. My son also goes to Wicker Park. I haven't got an email about nobody said he shows up in Wicker Park. But yet we come in a community of black people where we already get the low scraps. And then you want to take the little scraps, the resources that we have, and put us at the bottom of the barrel? That's not fair. And I won't have it. It's my son to be here. Uh, my name is Howard Ray. Sir, I'm sorry by my name, but I have a question. But if, if you're not Miss Bertha Frazier, I'm going to cut the mic off because we're trying to we're trying to get order in here. They are in the back. But my question is this, Mr. James people, Frazier and Bertha Frazier. Are up next. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. I, I, Tomorrow, can you guys advocate for the uh, migrant people 
to be at the McCormick place. That is the best place. That's the biggest place. That's the safest place for them. I would like to see what is your answer because uh, the mayor said that he, we must make sacrifice. Let the McCormick place, let those people make sacrifice. The money that's going, the $53 million, $200 million, let that money go to the McCormick place. What is your answer? Would you be asked, would you advocate for that? Ma'am, go ahead and step up. Guys, I, I'm not calling off the list. If you want to speak, stand in line. Because this is, this is not working by calling off a list. Go ahead, ma'am. All right. Is that we have, since last August, since last August, we have received 17,000, over 300 buses. And as it stands right now, as it stands right now, we have almost 10,000 migrants, asylum seekers, that we have sheltered here in the city of Chicago. Okay, go ahead, ma'am. And so, ladies and gentlemen, if you can if you can keep it down so that he can finish answering the question, because the gentleman wants his question answered. So if you can keep your voices low. Alderman Talaferri. Go ahead, sir. Alderman, we need you to take control of this meeting. For those of us that followed the process and signed in to speak, we need to be allowed to speak. You just cannot have had. Ma'am, I agree with you. I agree with you totally. But unfortunately, I am, it, is, it is very easy to lose control when folks are screaming. I have, a order, I have a list of people called to speak. There is an order to this. And we are trying our very best to have these folks that have got. Well, we have 23 shelters that we have stood up. Now, here's the thing, folks. This is a humanitarian crisis that we haven't heard. Ma'am, Miss, go ahead and then Miss Lorel Steele, I'm sorry, Bertha Frazier and then James. Having everything that's, you know, that's going on with the young people, but we have things for our young people here in our community. So why are you going to take that away from them? You're taking that away from them when you have all these schools that have been closed out. Utilize the schools. Utilize those schools. I don't have no problem about no one coming here. But utilize what we have. We got a lot of vacant buildings and things that we can utilize. Don't take away from them because what's going to happen, the crime is going to get worse. Because an idle mind is a devil's workshop, so they ain't got nothing to do, so they're going to just go and get in trouble. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> Mr. I want to give the community an opportunity to speak. Where's uh, Mr. Melvin Funchwitz? Uh, I'm sorry, Carolyn Ball? Carolyn Ball did Melvin Funchwitz. Okay. This is our community, and you just don't dump anything on us, us and expect us to accept it, okay? That is not what we pay our taxes for. There's too many places. There's empty schools, empty buildings that you can take them to. We don't have a problem with them coming. Good luck to them. 
But this is not the place for them, not at this particular park. You'll get her name. And if we have to take the fight to City Hall, this where we'll go. Okay. Kanenia Smith, followed by Johnny Miller. Uh, I just want to know, why are we not important enough for him to show up for us when we showed up for him? We voted for him. We walked door to door. We was out here advocating for him to be the next mayor of the city of Chicago. He has not showed up for us for anything. We had to battle the floods by ourselves. We have to battle this violence by ourselves. He doesn't help us do anything. And I want to know what he's going to do about this. I was one of the first 20 city cheerleaders on the, on the first team they even had. This is what these kids need for this community. We got violence. We got poverty. We already get scrapped. Why do we always got to be at the bottom of the barrel? I feel like we under the wraps and the damn roaches. Y'all treat us like anything, and we're just supposed to take it. Now, I'm not saying that I want the migrants to be misplaced. I'm not saying that I don't want them. I don't want them here. That's not going to help us. We got a school right here our kids go to. We don't know these people coming through here. Y'all can't track these people. Our kids are not safe. So I want to know why he's not here Thank to address you. us and let us know what he's going to do. I think he owes us Thank that. you, ma'am. Thank you. Johnny Matthews, then Linda Johnson. Johnny Matthews, then um, Johnny Matthews, then then Ms. Linda Johnson. Johnny Matthews first. Foncilio. If you please introduce yourself. Good evening. Uh, my name is Beatriz Ponce de Leon. I'm the deputy mayor for immigrant, migrant, and refugee rights. I want to share, I, first of all, I want to say thank you for coming here. No, and every don't time, thank us. We could have been doing something else. I don't know if I, I want to make sure I understood your question. You're asking where will people go right. when they're here. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer that. Okay. Guys, can we give her an opportunity to answer Ms. Matthews' question, please? So people, the, the people that we're talking about are human beings just like you We, didn't, we know that. We know that. It is not us against them. We don't need you to tell us that. No, we don't need you. We don't need you to tell us that. We know that. Well, it's not us against them, and that's the problem we don't care for. We don't care for that. We are oh. not insensitive, but we, 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 we got a problem with you to even jam some down our throat. Go ahead, Miss Johnson. Miss Johnson, go ahead. Okay. Yes. Hold on. My question is, are you the one that made the decision to take our part? Hold on. Okay, let me tell you something. First of all, Miss Johnson, hold on one second. First of all, Ms. Johnson, hold on one second. Okay. You have to be quiet. Can we have your attention, please? Can we have your attention? Okay. We have you a have speaker up at the mic. So we can hear. You have to be okay. quiet so these people can talk. You have to be quiet. Please be quiet. That is not our problem. My issue is you want to put a Band-Aid on a leaking faucet, and that is not going to work. You have no right to take the tax player district and tell us and jam it down our folks like gangsters what you want to do. This is our part.
they know a damn rotten egg when they smell one. <laughs> okay? And um, this is going on all over the planet. That's the important thing. In Germany, the people ready to throw all the politicians out. In France, I ain't got to tell you that they've been ready to throw all them politicians out. Even in Britain, where you can't even speak about this kind of thing, they'll lock you up for six months, mandatory sentence, if you disagree with so-called migrant policy. These are not migrants, okay? These people are not escaping uh, fear of death. They're escaping poverty. This is totally unlawful. And I'm telling you, uh, what you're going to see happen is all hell break loose because the illegals are not going to be uh, uh, very happy about living in tents in the wintertime in Chicago. Not the Windy City. Go ahead, Bill. Now I say not the windy city, and don't and where they come from, it's warm all the time, isn't it? Exactly, they're not used to this climate. Okay, mm. the, the most important component that was not mentioned in any mayor, any mayor, any politician that's dealing with this issue and does not know that the United Nations, the United Nations, Catholic Charities, the various foundations, George Soros, they're the ones who are facilitating this stuff globally. If you don't know that, you shouldn't be in office. These politicians have staffs, and all they got to do is have their staff to go and find the origin of these policies, and they'll run right into the United Nations. You see? So the question we have to ask ourselves is, you in, nigga? Trouble. <laughs> and now you understand we've been trying to get across here. But the people need to know where this stuff is emanating from, okay? So once you know that, then you'll know that this person you think is your mayor and is representing your interests is not your mayor and could give less than a damn about your interests, and that's around the country for all those who are supporting this sanctuary so-called city policies, okay? No more excuses. This is why I told Judge Joe Brown, the people need the truth. To hell with the lies. The Speaker of the House just got kicked in his ass because he refused to tell the truth. And as a result, he is no longer the Speaker of the House. Don't take my word for it. That's according to the people who voted to remove him. That he was and lying to them. 
Go ahead, Bear. And I, I wasn't they saying something today about kicking out uh, Nancy? Yeah. Oh, they did. They kicked her out of her office. Mm. She was damn near in tears because she wasn't ready for it. Because she's mm. one of those privileged, fake-ass white women, so-called white liberals. You see? But the people are waking up. They just need a little direction. Because you see, if four or five people stand up in that audience and say, why is the United Nations implementing this policy of emptying out these Latin American countries and bringing all these people here? Why is the United Nations doing that? Now, that changes the entire flavor of the conversation. Because now all them flunkies sitting up there on the stage to misdirect the people, they got to answer that question. You see? So that's why I'm bleeding like a hole. That's so important for the people to understand why truth to power is in existence in terms of giving you the proper information to do battle in the information age. That's why this is important. Okay? Now, you're going to see them begin to usher in, and you're probably already noticing, but they tried to sneak stuff in because these are very dishonest people. They're, They're now in the process of trying to make climate change the primary reason for a whole host of things, okay? Climate change. They're going to say bad health is based on climate change. COVID-19 is based on climate change, okay? Bad behavior, games, is based on climate change. Well, Why are they doing that? So that they can then implement UN policies to take control of the various governments under so-called pandemic, which is what they're going to try to make climate change, okay, so that they can take control of the government. If they're allowed to do that, they can suspend the elections for next year. Under mm. climate change epidemic. It's the it's the UN and the WHO is involved, World Health Organization, those the two. Yes. But it's the overall body of the United Nations because the United Nations is strictly enforcing a eugenics policy. That's why, Bev, I've asked you for the last two weeks who are the two people that basically ushered in eugenics in the United Nations? You see, you think the United Nations don't know that millions of people are dropping dead all over the damn place from the vaccines that the World Health Organization was pushing? They know damn well what's going on. They decided that there are too many people and too few resources. So everything that they're doing is about controlling all of the resources, right, and killing as many people as possible. 
you in, nigga? Trouble. But once the people rise up, once they have the proper information, it totally nullifies the moves that are attempting to be made right now as we speak. Because they don't want to answer these questions. Uh, Robert, Dr. X, uh, someone is in the chat room and they say, may they speak, might be somebody from the meeting. By all means. Okay, let me see if this is who they are. Uh, six, seven, eight, are you the one in the chat room? Yes, I am the one in the chat room. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are you all doing? Fantastic. You know, I, I you know, um, I'm, I'm new to your, your, your broadcast, and I just happen to just be mm-hmm. up this evening and listening to what you guys are saying. It's very interesting. In fact, I do have a show myself. But uh, it's okay. interesting what I heard. It's interesting what I heard that the gentleman said. Um. Because here's the thing in my whole thought process is that we're, yeah, there's a lot of BS going on. Um, me, personally, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I see what's going on with the country. But you have to look at the fact that where, <coughs> excuse me, is that where when you look at the former president, Donald Trump, the former one, uh, he was he, he ran and he and, and still – Runs and still runs as a candidate with chaos because that's what he's all about is chaos. Um, One thing with Biden being the president, because individual who uh, in some folks' minds uh, is that he's not going to be able to do long term, and they definitely don't want a black president. So meaning if something happens to Biden, what happens? Kamala Harris becomes president, right? And there will never be a woman president. You already know that. They don't want that to ever happen. No, I don't know they that, my brother. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me finish. At this point in time, America's not ready for a woman president. I don't think they're Stand ready who? at all because, because for the fact they were not ready for a black one who had two terms. So, but to have a woman black president would be unheard of. In then how did he get two terms? Okay, so, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Finish out what I'm trying to say. Is that where, you know, when you look at just recently happened, where uh, this individual did not want the government to shut down. And they said, get your ass out of here. Shit, you don't work for the damn Democrats? No. You know who I'm talking about? No, I don't know who you're talking about. Who was the House Speaker? You know Kevin McCarthy. About. Who is that? Okay, so you know who the fuck I'm talking about. But okay, I didn't know. You got to be. No, wait a minute. You got to be disrespectful. You got to be respectful. Wait a minute, caller. Caller, I got the button now. When you come on, I know you're not familiar with this program, but you got to be respectful. We, you can get your point across, but you do it respectful. Go ahead. You are okay. My apologies. 
my apologies. Um, okay, go but, ahead. But the gentleman knew what I was talking about. No, I didn't. didn't. How do you? Why you know? How you know what people thinking? Just get your point across. Okay, okay. So, so, we so can, you know, you don't know what's so, in his head. You know, we know what I'm saying is that we knew we saw what happened. Gates went ahead and said the seat is open. Gates was the one who said, "Get him out of here," because for the fact that in order to keep the government open. He went ahead and worked with the Democrats, right? If you no. guys follow it, yes, he did. No, but okay, you said you said no. The thing is that where he made it where there was not a government shutdown, and the and the Republicans did not like him doing that. Am I right on that, sir? No. No. Okay. Tell me where I'm wrong. Please educate me. No, go ahead and make your point, my brother. Cause see, yeah, well, you said you, no, but I'm saying he, that he chose. Let me he finish. Chose, let me finish, he, he, let he, me finish he, my brother. Let me finish. Come on now. This is a two-way conversation. Let, let me, let me on, finish. Brother. We don't do that I'm, here. I want you to let me finish, but you now you say let you finish, so I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to You cut me off in mid-sentence. Everybody heard you. But that's all right. The point is, you don't owe me an apology. I'm a big boy. You owe the people that are listening to this program an apology. That's who you apologize to. I can We're deal with whatever. About that, sir. We're not talking about that. We're, we're talking about what when, when when my mic was open, I spoke about a topic. Now you're saying I I have to apologize to you. No, I don't. We're talking about the topic I said. Okay, so you really all point at this yeah. point. Yeah. So the thing is, I said uh-huh. yeah. that we're okay. So you really yeah. got screwed up there. Okay, radio. So screw your head on tighter and and then listen clearly. Words in my mouth because people are hearing you. You asked me a question because I said no. Thing that I said, I said it more than once to various points that you were making. And I strongly disagree with you, but I'm letting you talk. All I said was no. And when I said no for the second time, you asked me to explain. And when I got ready to explain, you cut me off in mid-sentence. That's totally disrespectful to the people that take time out of their lives to listen to this program. Exactly. That's what you did. And we don't do it this way here. I understand you say you just listening. You need to go and listen to the archives to see how we do things here. You 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 can say you can get your point across, but you we don't do that here. It's, it's very respectful. We respect your point of view, and you have to respect other people's point of view. And we can talk and, about it. And we let you on early. That's something else yeah. that we never do. We lay yeah. out the documentation. You kept saying facts, but I have not heard you bring one fact to the table. What I've heard you do is what I hear other people do on some of these programs. They make their opinion facts. I'm a researcher, and people that listen to this program respect the research enough to allow me to lay it out 
and then they can agree with it or disagree with it, but I'm not going to come to you and give you my opinion and tell you that's a fact unless I've already stated my case in terms of the research where people may have heard me talk about something a week, two weeks, six months, six years ago, and I'm just reiterating it again today. That's what we do on this program. So I don't have no problem with you having your opinion, but I do have a problem with you making your opinion actual. That's why I'm going to ask you, lay out your documentation for the things that you say are facts when you say something is a fact. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen to you. Well, I don't know if he's still here. I'll open his line up. Hey, Colton. You still Here's there? Are you still there? Okay, it's open. Is my mic yeah. open? Yes. Can you Hello? hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, we my all name is hear Michael you. Gay. We hear you. Okay, 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 okay. My name is Michael Gay. Check my resume. Let me let you know that okay. first. And for me, mm-hmm. I was not being disrespectful. Check my resume. You you understand that, first and foremost. The thing is that where I was trying to make a point and trying to share something, but obviously someone took it the wrong way. So what? at this point, I'm just going to sit back and listen to your show. <laughs> I'm going to respect your show. Well, thank no, you. Thank you. Fact, thank you for listening. Right. Exactly. That's just the way I am. So I'm going to sit back and listen. All right. Thank you, caller. Okay, Check Dr. The did you hear that bell? I know. Go ahead, Doctor. Cursing on this program. Nobody curse you. We open up the mic and let you the first person on. So you can say whatever you want. We don't censor people here. But you come out attacking me. I'm sure the family, this is a very well educated group of people on this program. And there. Is there anybody mm-hmm. in the chat room? hand up that can verify the things that I'm saying. <laughs> yes, let's see. Let's let's Yes, um, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes. Hotel family. Okay. Better look. Uh, okay. First of all I want to say, um well I'm a, a registered Republican. Yes, I'm black. But I have to say before the caller came on you had um, laid out the facts evenly where everybody was on board. We weren't confused. So there was nothing that he or anybody else had to add. You had it laid out perfectly of what's going on. The other thing I want to say is when he mentioned about not having a female president, not that I'm a, a fan, uh, it's not about whether she's a female or not. It's who's down with the agenda. How He's down with the agenda. Pardon? Go ahead. Okay. It is about who's down with the agenda, who can carry it. I'm not yes. a Michelle Obama fan, but guess what? She can carry the agenda. She has the smarts more than Hillary, believe it or not. Number two, okay? Um, when I talk about agenda, you mentioned Bill – I think somebody mentioned Bill Gates. Here's a man, and, and if you can Google it yourself if you want to, but here's a man that um, is involved in everything from McDonald's 
ordering all of their potatoes from his farm or his yeah. land, his property. And, 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 and you have to think, okay, this man, his father, is responsible for funding Planned Parenthood, which killed over 20 million black babies since 1973. That's a fact. Everybody can check that out. What? So it's not just my opinion. But my, my point is this. My point is this. There's an agenda there, and it's not about black or white. We see it straightforward. Look at today. Yeah. It's all about control. Today, they had this thing where, again, Biden was involved, where um, we, if you check your cell phones, it was just a matter of let's check to see who is down with what we're doing, what we're about to put on American people, not just in the world, period. This thing is about control. And we, we, we just have to wake up and see it plain and simple what's going on. They are politics. politics. The other magic words you said, and then I'll keep quiet, the other magic words you said, you hit it on the nose. You said, or words, you said, tell the truth. That is yes. the, that's what's slapping us as black people. They're, it's the people that are telling the truth. This yes. is where we, this is the pill that we have to learn to swallow. We listen to rhetoric. The other guy, he was just, as in you were right, the other guy that called in, he was just giving us opinions. Everybody's entitled yeah. to their own opinion. We're not entitled to our own facts. And that was the part about what I enjoyed about the program here. You were just giving us facts. It was laid out. I don't think anybody that calls in have to get. You don't even have to give your opinion. The facts are laid out. Let's just go along with this program here. And so yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to take over. I think it was kind of insulting what the brother was doing. He was insulting and everything. But yeah, it's it's all about truth right now. That's what we need to do. We can listen to each other and talk, and we can listen to each other give our opinion. But we need to start searching and look for the truth. And when someone is telling the truth. We gotta shut. We gotta swallow our pride. Be quiet and listen. Let people give you truth. Yes. Let me and tell I you something. Com- I want to congratulate you and compliment you on that. And That's I true. agree with ninety-nine percent of what you said. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I disagree with you on is the Michelle Obama piece, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because if she's going to push an agenda. She's going to push the Democratic Party agenda. Otherwise, they're not going to put her in place. And that agenda Mm -hmm. agenda Mm -hmm. has shown itself to be every bit as dangerous as Bill Gates. Right. I I stand corrected, by the way. That's what I was trying to say. She's the one that's going to carry their – again, once again, you're right. She's carrying – their agenda. She's the one that Correct. can carry. Then I agree with you 100%. And I stand corrected. Okay? But mm-hmm. that's why the truth is so important. Because they come in with this climate thing, and you're going to start hearing it soon. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's not going to be hidden. They have to come out and push it in everybody's face. Because they have to attempt to give it some legitimacy, okay? And the that only way the they av- can do that – go ahead, my mm-hmm. brother. Say, that is the avenue that they're using. You have, when you have Bill Gates on one corner, George Soros on the other corner, Al Gore on the other corner, something's going on. It's a controlled thing from the Democrats, from the left. It's all about a takeover. It's all about control. And that's just, just, again, it goes back to what you said, truth. 
Truth. Yes. That's all it is. And that's why I respect Donald Trump. That's just why I respect him. Because this is the one man in my 70 years on this planet that I've seen go to all of these famous meetings, uh, the United Nations. I'm worried about the people in this country, and that's my obligation mm-hmm. to deal with problems of the people in this country. He went to Davos at the World Economic Forum and told them point blank, take care of yourselves because my mission is to take care of the people in America, not Ukraine. I'm going to repeat exactly. that. Not Ukraine. Okay? It's, These yeah, people have made it mm-hmm. quite clear that they have a war agenda because ever since this dude has been put in office, he has been trying to start wars with people. I'm talking Joe DeCourts Biden. And how and, many – you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. How many wars did Donald Trump put us in? None. None. Obama, Not put, a, us in, Obama put us in three. Obama put us in three. Bush put us in two. Um, I grew up 15 minutes away from where Donald Trump lived in Queens. So I've seen yes. it from the very – I've seen everything from the very beginning. And when you talk yes. about truth, here's a man right now that they're all questioning. The greatest of the great are laying in their graves because they told the truth. This man is yes. still living. You have a truth teller that is still living, and, the, and, and, and they just can't – how are you going to get control over the people when you got a man walking around helping people get control of themselves and do for themselves? This man exactly. wants to hand over freedom. He's handing over information to people, and let and and and, and this this how we got here. Even as as our own people, we're still voting against our own demise. I still don't understand that. I don't understand well, it's that. Called, it's called one of the most powerful tools in the history of mankind. It's called propaganda. It's extremely effective, and when you Thank listen, you. unfortunately, to a lot of black people. They've opened mm-hmm. up their ears to mass propaganda, and that's what you hear coming from people who want to make their opinion fact, because most of it comes right from the greatest purveyor of propaganda in the history of the planet. It's called television. I have to agree that's with you. you. I have okay. to agree. I have to agree. But, I have to agree with you. Let me ask you, my brother, before we let you go. Have you ever heard of Maurice Strong? Maurice who? Maurice Strong. No, I haven't. Okay. I want you to sit back and enjoy because we're getting ready to go back into the U.N. Okay. All right? So uh, we appreciate your call, and we more so appreciate you listening, my brother. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Better love. Better love. <clears throat> okay. And for the brother that called in with his facts, see, my mission is to educate people as much as I can. And I'm not mad at you, okay, because I've been where you are. But I'm going to put a, a a little piece of wisdom on you. There is no harm in admitting that there are things that you don't know. Ain't no harm in that because that's how you learn. The harm comes in 
when you try to make people think that you know things that you don't know. That's the mark of a fool. And to perpetuate what you don't know over long periods of time, that's the mark of a damn fool. Consider all of that as we move forward to lay out one of the, uh, uh, let's call him the father of the whole climate movement. That's why we opened up this particular uh, 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 program tonight with climate change, all right? I give to the family Maurice Strong. You've heard me mention him before, all right? A Canadian gangster, that's what he is, who is considered the father of the entire climate movement that started through the United Nations, okay? and was perpetuated through the World Economic Forum and my brother, the Club of Rome. You've heard, if you listen to this program, you've heard me mention the Club of Rome many times. I would encourage the family, if you haven't read it, or go on your computer and pull up Limits to Growth. Limits to Growth. Okay, because my teachers, people like Steve Coakley, told me to go as close to the source as you could possibly get. And you don't get no closer to the source than the source. That's Maurice Strong. Okay, now, this is from quadrant.org. Quadrant dot org q u a d dot org Maurice Strong climate crook okay the yellow brick road to climate change here's what they say like Dorothy the lion the tin man and the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz we've all been dancing down the yellow brick road of quote Settled science, unquote, in search of answers from the Emerald City, only to find that what we suspected all along, the wizard has been telling us fibs. But who exactly is the wizard? And where did this seeming madness all begin? Undoubtedly, there are many wizards, but the man behind the green curtain the man who managed to get the climate industry to where it is today is a mild-mannered character by the name of Maurice Strong. The whole climate change business, and it is a business, started with Mr. Strong. And I would add, one of the very first initiatives that the fake president, y'all call him Barack Obama, okay, the very first initiative that he stuck his feet in was the climate, all right? And it blew up in his face. Don't take my word for it. Uh, I'm sure some of you remember the whole piece with the, uh, what do you call those things that you put up on your roof, Bev, to 
absorb the rays from the sun? Oh yeah, um, those. I can't. They want them that. to build it. I know what you're talking about. They want them yeah, on people's Mm-hmm. I see him. On the name, uh, let me change this tissue here. Okay. Uh, solar panels. Solar panels. That was one of his very first initiatives. Just Google Barack Obama's uh, climate initiative. All right? And you'll see it for yourself. And it blew up in his face because he he was given the contracts to people that weren't qualified to deal with that because they then had to contract to China, which was uh, the solar panel-making king on the planet, China. Well, why would he do that? Because they've already declared that this is the China century. So as a CIA operative, you can Google that too, Barack Obama, CIA agent. As a CIA operative, he was pushing the agenda of the United Nations, which had already determined that this century that we're in now would be the China century. Google that as well, the China century. Okay? And this is why you see these people. That's why you see Joe Biden up to his nasty little ass in cash from China. Okay, that's why you see Diane Feinstein with a Chinese spy driving her little nasty ass around for 20 years. That's why you see a Swalwell out of California sleeping with a, a Chinese spy. And that's why you saw Bill Clinton with suitcases, getting suitcases full of money from China. This is real talk, and this is no time for fake facts. Everything I'm going to tell you, you can Google for yourself. I'll help you. Let's go back to the wizard. They say, Maurice Strong, a self-confessed socialist, ain't that what these people turn themselves, Bev, these Democrats out here today? These black women acting like damn fools running around here calling themselves Marxist Leninists? Don't they refer to themselves as democratic socialists? Mm-hmm. That's what they say. That's what they call themselves. Well, so was Maurice Strong. Okay? They say he was a self-confessed socialist. He was the man who put the United Nations into the environmental business being the shadowy figure behind the U.N. Secretary General from Ufet to Kofi Annan. So all the U.N. Secretary General, and I remember Ufet, that tell you how old I am, Maurice Strong was the, the hand that, that picked the cherries. He picked all of them to Kofi Annan. His reign of influence in world affairs lasted from 1962 to 2005. Strong has been variously called, quote, the international man of mystery, unquote. The new guy in your future, quote, unquote. And 
a very dangerous ideologue, quote-unquote. They go on to say, Strong made his fortune in the oil and and energy business running companies such as Petro-Canada, Power Corporation, Caltex Africa, Hydro-Canada, the Colorado Land and Cattle Company, Ajax Petroleum, Canadian Industrial Oil and Gas, to name just a few. His private interests always seem to be in conflict with his public persona and his work on the world stage. Strong's extensive range of contacts within the power brokers of the world was exceptional. One admirer Christian him, quote, the Michelangelo of networking, unquote. Maurice Strong described himself as, quote, a socialist in in ideology and a capitalist in methodology, unquote. In 1972, he organized for for Uthant the first Earth Summit, the Stockholm Conference on the Human Environment. This led to the formation of the UN Environmental Program with Maurice Strong as its head. Later, as the United Nations uh, uh, Environmental Program uh, boss, he organized the first international expert group uh, meeting on climate change. This led to exotic UN-sponsored organizations such as Earth Council and Earth Charter, the World Resource Institute, the World Wildlife Fund, that you might recall, Bear, we pointed out that the World Wildlife Fund from Prince Bernhard of the Netherlands, whose family is steeped in Nazi tradition, okay? That's why you see the Nazis all over the place now, because they've been nurtured by the intelligence agencies and spoon-fed by the United Nations. Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, his whole family steeped in Nazism. The Deputy Prime Minister of Canada, oh, her name escapes me, her whole family steeped in Nazism. These are the people that are dictating policy today. So you, you shouldn't have to wonder now why Justin Trudeau would give a standing ovation to a Ukrainian Nazi, nor should you now be ignorant of the fact that the Ukraine is a Nazi stronghold that's been supported by the CIA and the intelligence community since the 1940s. It's part of the Stay Behind Network. All, at least all those that they didn't bring here and they dropped off a bunch of them in Canada, too, uh, using the rat line. All right? Now, they go on to say uh, the World Wildlife Fund and later the Commission for World Governance 
and the UN's University for Peace. Because if you don't know, the United Nations is supposed to be the apparatus that's being used that or that is, that's going to facilitate the whole world government system. And that's why people like Bill Gates work through it to poison various populations all around the world, wherever he can get his slimy little hand uh, involved, you'll see him. Just like George Soros, who, again, worked for the Nazis during World War II by his own admission. Okay? And here's the ugly little part of it. you got Jewish organizations that are supporting it, like the ADL and the Southern Poverty Law Center, that many black people think these people are working on your behalf because they figure you ain't going to go and look at their history. But we did. I would uh, tell the, the first caller to go look at our archives just recently, a couple of months ago, at the, 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 the series we did called White Supremacy and Blackface. All right? So that you can understand that you're being propagandized by Jewish media to accept these Nazi organizations as legitimately working on your behalf. If they working on your behalf, it's to cut your ass in half. Because at their base, they are eugenicists. Tell tell the first caller, their family of the, the, the two relatives in the UN through UNESCO were pushing eugenics. You with me, Bear? Come on back, Bear. Doctor X, why you catch me? I'm fix I'm fixing me a sandwich. Why you do that to me? Because <laughs> we just talked about him yesterday, and I said, "Yeah, for the benefit of the first caller, Bear, so you uh-huh. can tell him about these guys that he need to go." And take a look at because he's poorly informed. That's all. And again, ain't no harm in being poorly uh, poorly informed. Most of us are. It's acting well, like I'll you know you. when you it's dangerous. <laughs> no, I'm not. Somebody said they thought I was sleeping. No, I was hungry. I was fixing me a sandwich. Okay, um, well, the two brothers. We talked. To, yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, we were talking about the two brothers. Yes. Uh, Huxtables or whatever their name was. Uh, let me tell him. Okay. Aldous, Aldous and Julian Huxley, they go back, uh, particularly Aldous, to the whole concept of Malthusianism of the 1800s. Okay. And you will run into some very interesting characters that as young people we were told to look up to because they were authors. I'm talking science fiction authors. But more than that, they were futurists and they were eugenicists. Okay? And the, the whole eugenics movement is being fostered on the world's population 
through people like Maurice Strong, concepts like sustainable development. See, I had to spend too many times, too too much time in libraries reading all this stuff because there wasn't no internet in the 1980s. I spent time in libraries reading all this stuff. So, yes, sometimes I get objectionable when I hear people that tell me things but don't tell me anything. I'm not going to get on this particular program and tell anybody anything and not tell you where to go and find it. I want you to know. Okay? Now, they go on to say, Strong was the driving force behind the idea of world governance by the United Nations when he dripped up a world tax on monetary transactions of 0.5%, which would have given the UN an annual income of $1.5 about equal then to the income of the USA. The stumbling block was the Security Council and their power of veto. He devised a plan to get rid of the Security Council, but failed to get it implemented. Then came along the idea that global warming might just be the device to get his world governance proposal up and running. In 1989, Maurice Strong, oh, let me add this. He was heavy into the occult. That's going to be useful because, as I told you a few weeks ago, there's a room in the United Nations specifically for occult worship. Okay? Some of you might refer to it as Satanism. This is why you see Satanism and this LGBT stuff that's directly connected to it being pushed globally through the United Nations and threatening countries that don't adhere to it. Okay? Now, I hope everybody understands this, but I sincerely, and I mean from the heart, hope the first caller understands this. They say, in 1989, Strong was appointed the Secretary General of the Earth Summit, and in 1992, addressing Earth Summit 2 in Rio, he told the thousands of climate change delegates, it's clear that current lifestyles and consumption patterns of the affluent middle class involving high meat intake, bam, what are they attempting to do right now through the United Nations and Bill Gates? Is the United Nations and Bill Gates not trying to produce synthetic meat? And that's what Sister Tova was talking about last night. And Brother Michael Jihad talked about last week with the synthetic chicken made from uh, uh, cells. Okay, Bev did abandon me again, family. Let me go on. Let me read that again. It's clear. This is what he told the people at the a real summit in 1992. I know because I was in my prime in my research during that time. They say, it's clear that current lifestyles and consumption patterns of the affluent middle class 
involving high meat intake, consumptions of large amounts of frozen and convenient foods, use of fossil fuels, appliances, home and workplace air conditioning. What did Obama go to Africa and tell the Africans? If you got air conditioning in your hut, don't get used to it because we're going to end that. What did Joe Biden just say last year? Didn't he tell you that you can't have no gas burning stove in your house? What did this 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 course also tell you two years ago when he first got an office? What's one of the first things he did? Shut down oil production. Okay? So you can see when they talk about uh, Maurice Stone pushing this agenda because he's the father of it, Use of fossil fuels, appliances, home and workplace air conditioning, and suburban housing are not sustainable. You see, you can take everything that's going on today and put it right in that. Okay? The only thing that's not in here is them annihilating billions of people to nuclear war while they underground and your ass is above ground sizzling. They are fully prepared to get rid of all of us because they don't need you anyway because you're not sustainable. If you read the Club of Rome doctrine, that again, he's one of the daddies of, they make it quite clear in the documentation, not my opinion, that the problem with the earth and climate change are the people. You the problem. Because you are a carbon unit. And if you think for one moment, when they talk about reducing carbon, they ain't talking about you? I'm here to tell you, that's exactly who they're talking about because they didn't have it back in the 60s when they was writing this stuff. Pull it up and take a look at yourself. So they go on to say, well, there goes the Sunday roast, a house to live in, the car, the occasional hamburger, and generally life on earth as we know it. But what Strong didn't tell the delegates was that he was involved in the purchase of the Colorado Land and Cattle Company, which he bought from Adnan Khashoggi. If you want to understand Iran-Contra, do a little research on Adnan Khashoggi, an arms dealer who has strong connections with the Bin Laden family. Well, 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 well. 200,000-acre cattle property called the Baca had two hidden secrets. One was that it sat above Vast underground water systems, which Strong wanted to remove. Now, 10 years ago, right here on Truth to Power, I told the family, if I was looking to invest in something in the future, because in case you don't know, my brother, uh, I'm not one of these people who say things or do anything 
to make money. That's not why I'm out here, okay? And people that know me and have known me for many years will swear by it. I'm also not one of them people that's looking for pats on the back. I tend to keep my ego in my pocket where it belongs, okay, particularly when I'm dealing with my people because I know we like to throw stones at people like me, all right, because you've been taught to worship people with capital. But I bring it from an ancient comedic science perspective in terms of the acquisition of knowledge, which is much more valuable than any amount of currency on this planet. Or as the Christians say, it's easy to get a camel through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. So I don't play those games. They say, he formed the the American water development. Oh, I told the people back 10 years ago right here on this channel, Bev, you may remember, I know some of the listeners do because I had a conversation with one of my uh, brothers that I ain't never met, but uh, we have extremely healthy conversations on this program. Okay, he know who I, he works on the oil rig. And I told him, I think it was him, that uh, if I had to invest money into anything, it would be water 10 years ago. Right now, as we speak, they're talking about the price of water is going to go through the roof because they're going to use that as a tool to get the people to comply to what they want done. So they say he formed the American Water Development Corporation to exploit the water by pumping it out for commercial intent, but was stopped by the locals as they feared it would destroy the delicate environment. The second secret was that Maurice Strong had been told by a mystic that the Baca, this property, would become the center for a new planetary order, which would evolve from the economic collapse and environmental catastrophes that would sweep the globe in the years to come. Now, let me add something on to that. That's why in the Hunger Games, if you watch that series, you will see, you will notice that there's a new government that's now headquartered in Denver, Colorado, okay, where they've built all kind of underground structures, all right? Because Denver, after the war between the people in this country, after the, uh, uh, what do they call it, the, uh, the war to end all wars to see who's going to control the direction of this country, at the conclusion of that war in the Hunger Games, the the let the LGBT people won the war. They renamed the country Panam. Panam. That's Pan American. Because now it includes Canada and the United States. Under Bush and Clinton administrations, they referred to that as the North American Union. But that was after they slaughtered and enslaved a large percentage of the population in this country, okay? And if you really truly understand that the, the Hunger Games 
was just a sneak peek by the little white girl into the world of tomorrow where the freaky people took over and used the the after effects of the war to pit the little people against each other for their entertainment. Okay? Now you understand where we played that song earlier, The Entertainer. You're the entertainer, the entertainer. Listen to the words of that song. This ain't no joke. This is real. So now they point out that he was told this by a mystic. Okay? So they say, as a result of these revelations, Strong created the Manitou Foundation, a new age institution located at the Baca Ranch, above the sacred waters that Strong had been denied permission to pump out. This hocus pocus continued with the foundation... with the Foundation Conservation Fund, okay, with financial help from Lawrence Rockefeller to study the mystical properties of the Manitou Mountain. At the Baca Ranch, there's a circular temple devoted to the world's mystical and religious movements, devoted to the occult, because during that time, they couldn't come out and tell you that it was satanic worship, all right, because the people weren't ready for it. They needed to get you into some nasty hip-hop, okay? They needed to get you into some Sam Smith uh, music awards. They needed to get you into some, some Lil Nas X having sex with the devil and have you to accept it as they be attempt to manipulate your children at five and six years old to have sex with adults. You in, nigga? Trouble. They say, the valley in which the Baca establishment is located is also traditional home for various Navajo tribes. They believe that their ancestors were led underground here by the ant people. And according to Navajo tradition, they were warned of a coming cataclysm by sky kachinas, those are sky spirits. No wonder Strong wanted to buy the baka. Now, just for education, my brother, I shared this with the Truth to Power family, but I can't go into it excessively because I don't remember a lot of it. But I did remember some things during my abduction. So I know that the, what you refer to as the aliens are real because I've had my own experience with it. This is just for your edification. You don't have to accept it, uh, but that's my reality. Okay? They say, meanwhile, Maurice was also busy founding the Earth Council Institute in 1992 and recruiting world luminaries such as Mikhail Gorbachev, who came out of uh, Russian intelligence and maneuvered his way up the Soviet ladder because they put him there. The people in the world government circles maneuvered Gorbachev into position 
to basically remove the Soviet Union as a so-called threat. So when Gorbachev comes into office, he removes the wall and ends communism. Okay? And he subsequently left the Soviet Union and moved to this country and was located, housed at the Presidio. Look it up for yourself. Okay? So he recruited Mikhail Gorbachev to the Earth Council Institute, Shimon Perez, Al Gore, and David Rockefeller. In 2000, Earth Charter was formed as a further push by Strong to create a world-governing body. Unfortunately, in 2005, the most powerful man in the push to, in the push to save humanity by steady promotion of the theory of human-induced greenhouse gases was caught with his hand in the teal. Investigations into the UN's All for Food program found that Strong had endorsed a check for $988,885 made out to Maurice Strong issued by a Jordanian bank. The man who gave the check, South Korean businessman Tung Sung Park, was convicted in 2006 in a U.S. federal court of conspiring to bribe U.N. officials. Strong resigned and fled to Canada and thence to China, to China, where he has been living ever since. Strong is believed to have sanctuary in China because of his cousin, Anne Louise Strong, a Marxist who lived with Mao Zedong for two years. And when she died in 1970, her funeral was arranged by Premier Joe Lai. Anne Louise Strong was a Comintern member, okay? An organization formed in 1919 as the Third International with one of its aims to use, quote, by all available means, including armed force, for the overthrow of the international bourgeoisie. Maurice Strong, as an 18-year-old Canadian from Manitoba, started work at the United Nations in 1947 as a junior officer in the U.N. security section, living with the U.N. treasurer, Noah Menard. Following his exposure for bribery and corruption in the U.N.'s all-for-food scandal, Maurice Strong was stripped of his his 53 international awards and honors that he had collected during his lifetime working in the dual role of arch conservationist and ruthless businessman. The exposure and downfall of climate change's most powerful wizard, Dorothy and Toto, would have loved it. Now, I know the family enjoyed that because most of us, most of you probably never heard of Marie Strong. 
okay? But you can see all throughout that article, it was pointed to him being a socialist and subsequently what these Democrats are today, democratic socialists or Marxist-Leninists. That's not my word. That's not what I turned them. That's what they turned themselves. That's what Black Lives Matter turned themselves. A bunch of lesbian has-beens who never were. Figure that out. A has-been who never were. Okay? But they're useful idiots being used by the real power structure to foment violence and destruction in this country because they need these black misinformed people to push their agenda because the real people with the power don't have enough people to push their agenda. So they're using black lesbians and homosexuals and these straight up weird ass, uh, 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 what do they call them, Bev? Uh, 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 uh. <clears throat> these people trying to go into the classrooms. These men, these big old fat ass, ugly men. Oh, them trans people. The trans Yeah, these trans all this stuff. Now, if you don't understand any of this stuff, man, I hope you do now. I truly hope you do now. Okay? Because I want you to know these things so you can share them with other people. And look up these things, man. It's only going to make you a better person because you're going to be far more informed. And we're at the apex of this stuff right now. I can tell from your comment you are not a fan of Orange Man. You said he brought chaos. No, he did not. He tried to overthrow the government when he was running for office, not when, not when he won. They had already put the, the program in place to overthrow the damn government. They used to call that a coup d'etat. Because they had this mass black murderist named Hillary Clinton who under Barack Obama went and bombed the whole country called Libya and then bragged about it and laughed it off. So I tell black people, I understand that y'all don't know because y'all been propagandized. I understand that. But everything that I'm telling you, you can go and look it up for yourself. And what did they do to us? What they so-called fake terrorists that they created, they created Osama bin Laden. And watch this, family. They created the Azov. Look at the name, the Azov. The Nazis in Ukraine, the CIA created them. Well, it was the OSS back in the 40s. They subsequently became the CIA, but they were nurtured by the CIA with the uh, dissolution of the OSS. Okay? And that's who tried to overthrow Orange Man. Okay? That's not my opinion. You had two special counsels. Okay? One of them said, well, we couldn't find nothing. We tried. We tried our best. That was Mueller with his lying ass. And he lied so much that when they brought him before the Senate, 
He couldn't even talk no more. That's not my opinion. I don't remember. I don't I don't remember. You have to consult uh, uh, the report. Consult the report. And then came who, Bev? I call him Wild Bill Hickok, the second uh, counsel that was put in place to follow up on Mueller and the criminal behavior by him and all them damn Jews that was behind him. Don't take my word for it. Google uh, Mueller's investigative team. I don't want my word to be taken for nothing because ain't no wings on my back. How much time do we have left, Beth, before I go into this? Uh, 48 minutes. Excellent. Excellent. So I got enough time to do this one. Uh, and then, uh, I'm telling you, family, don't ask me how I'm doing this. If you see these tissues sticking out of my nose. You <laughs> <laughs> say, how's this dude weeding and breathing with them tissues stuck in his nose? <laughs> you see, I always tell them, family, the only thing that separates me from some other people, if I can go, I'm going. I'm going to do it. It's my commitment. And I've been committed to the research since 1981. So I'm not saying that I'm some uh, fountain of all of the information. No. But along the way, and spending as much time as I have in books and libraries, okay, I picked up a couple of things along the way. That's all. Don't make me no better than nobody else. Okay? But the only thing that separated me from some other people, based on people who inspired me, people who let me know that I was stupider than I thought I was. And instead of getting mad at them, I listened to them and I learned. People like Delbert Blatt and Steve Coakley and Khaled Muhammad and a host of others angry. I started to listen to what they were saying and took notes. And I began to study on my own. And I found out that they were absolutely right. And I was absolutely wrong. What I thought I knew, I really didn't know. I was being propagandized to. That was in 1978-79, okay, when I got uh, uh, seriously involved in listening to these brothers. By 1981, I started researching on my own. And with a few breaks in between that time, and now I've been on it ever since. And as the family can attest, I come with new information all the time. Because one thing I know is what I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you I know something that I don't. Because there are too many smart people in this Truth to Power audience. Okay? If you think I'm lying, I'll have you on as a guest, and I'll shut up my mouth and let you take some questions from them. Okay? And then you'll see what you don't know. I ain't got to open my mouth. 
okay? But if you want to learn, you come to the right place because that's what we do, all right? Without fanfare. This ain't no pat on the back kind of stuff here. Let's keep going into this clown, Maurice Strong. This is from the Executive Intelligence Review. For those of you who don't know, that's Lyndon LaRouche's uh, uh, publication. That's one of the most insightful publications you will ever read anywhere. If you want to learn about the city of London and the real power dynamic, Lyndon LaRouche was on it. Okay? He was on it. And he had a whole network of people internationally. Okay? And his organization. And what did he get for it? He got demonized like anybody else that tried to tell the people what's going on. But this is from his publication. It's entitled, New Age Kook Maurice Strong in Charge of Earth Summit. This is from uh, uh, Volume 18, October the 1991. Okay. And I hope uh, my nose and my tissue hold out here. Here's what he says. The individual charged with running the UN-sponsored Earth Summit scheduled to take place in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, next June, is a New Age lunatic who fantasizes about pulling the plug on the world financial system in order to force the of the world to subordinate themselves to an environmentalist dictatorship predicated on the pagan cult of Mother Earth. That pagan cult that he's talking about is called Gaia. Okay? Gaia. G-A-I-A. Look it up. Okay? Uh, Mother Earth. And again, that lends itself back to this whole feminist movement. Because the feminist movement, if you trace it back like we did, goes all the way back to the eugenicist movement. And they signed on all the way back to Susan B. Anthony. That's why if you look at a lot of the women in the early so-called women's movement, including uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, they were closet lesbians because they had to be in the closet back then. Oh, look, research is wonderful when you find out stuff like this. Because I ask myself, man, Franklin Roosevelt must have been blind because Eleanor Roosevelt was one ugly piece of property. I'm sorry. only reason I'm saying that, family. Is because Hillary Clinton says she channels her. Because Hillary Clinton is a demon too. That's in the archives, but don't take my word for it. Google Hillary claims to channel. That's in seances, as in the occult, because that's what she is—a witch. Some of us would like to put that B on the, on the front of that, remove that W, because she that too. Okay, but just Google. Hillary Clinton claims to channel Eleanor Roosevelt. Let me go on. The upcoming conference could not have could not have a more appropriate person at its helm than Mari Strong, a Canadian who amassed a fortune in the oil business. And by the way, notice uh, we did a whole series on 
Cecil Rose and the Roundtable Group using Canada in the British power construct, because that's what Cecil Rose represented. He represented the Anglo-establishment through the Roundtable Group and what was called uh, the Royal Institute of International Affairs, which was subsequently be called the Council on Foreign Relations in this country. But it worked this way from Canada, along with the technocracy, the technocrats, the scientific dictatorship that we're under now, okay? That's why these people keep telling you to trust the science. And when they told you that, you, we subsequently found out that the science was a bunch of lies. They call it so-called COVID-19. And take this vaccine that we produced in two weeks. It's going to cure you. Trust the science. Put this diaper, this face diaper over your face. Stand six feet apart from each other. And suck in your ass cheeks and don't breathe until we tell you to. Because if they told you to do that, if you follow and they dictate you to did that too, if you sucked in your ass cheeks and they told you not to let them go, you wouldn't be able to take a dump for six months. Your booty would be so tight. That's a joke, man. I hope you finish eating your, your sandwich, man. Oh, yeah, I'm finished. <laughs> okay. Anyway, they say a Canadian who amassed a fortune in the oil business, strong has compiled a record over the last 25 years as one of the most virulent exponents of the big lie that mankind is a cancer upon nature and that the development of the human species must be severely curbed to preserve the environment. That's what I just got to tell you earlier. These people say man is the problem, and therefore he needs to be removed from the planet. But look, watch this, family. That goes back to cybernetics. Right, Sister Bear? And the Macy Foundation, my brother. If you really want to inform your listeners on your program, do some research on the Macy Foundation. Okay? And that will blow your mind because you'll realize that the propaganda is coming to us in the form of specifically a black feedback loop. Okay? it's In psychological terms, it's called the Hegelian dialectic, problem-reaction-solution. It's now been computerized to dictate behavior with black people such as yourself suffering the most from it. Don't take my word for it. Take a look for yourself. Okay? Now, they're going to say, uh, Strong has compiled a record over the last 25 years as one of the most virulent exponents of the big lie that mankind is a cancer upon nature and that the development of the human species must be severely curbed to preserve the environment. 
This live serves as the foundation of the Earth Summit, or Echo 92, as it's otherwise known. Strong has pulled the strings of nearly every significant neo-Malthusian initiative. That's what I mentioned earlier with Robert Malthus, pretty much being given uh, the, man- the mantle of being the father of the eugenics movement, even though we know that the eugenics movement actually goes back to Plato. That's based on our research. Okay? They say a key member of the Club of Rome, the international clique of genocidalists set up in 1968, Strong has been instrumental in bringing the group's infamous limits to growth mentality to a world-spanning range of activities, many tied to the United Nations. In addition to his long-standing association with the Club of Rome, Strong has been active in other hardcore neo-Malthusian organizations ranging from the International Union for the Conservation of Nature and the World, Fe- and the World Federation of the United Nations Associations to the Aspen, where's Aspen there? There? Do you okay, know where Aspen? Aspen, Aspen. No, do you know where that is? Mm-mm. Colorado. Colorado. It's called Aspen, Colorado. But that's the Aspen Institute. And as we pointed out, that's also where Maurice Strong made his home when he left Canada. That's where he bought the land, right? Baca. Okay? So again, uh, all these things are extremely important to know. Because you might not want to move to Colorado. You just might not want to live there. Okay? They say, in addition to his long-standing association with the Club of Rome, Strong has been active in other hardcore neo-Malthusian organizations from the International Union for the Conservation of Nature and the World Federation of United Nations Associations to the Aspen Institute, which, among other dubious achievements, engineered the anti-nuclear hysteria which has shut down much of the U.S. domestic nuclear energy uh, industry since the 1970s. In 1989, just as preparations for Echo 92 were getting off the ground, Canadian Prime Minister Brian Mulroney named Stone to head Canada's Center for Sustainable Development. Strong's first strong first emerged as a major player in the international zero growth movement in 1972. That's zero population growth. You see the eugenics connection? That's when they begin to give black women birth control pills and educate them and put their children in daycare and lock up as many black men's asses as they drop Dope all over the black community, lock as many as I asses up, because that was the beginning of the lesbian, white woman, Jewish, white woman movement to take over the so-called civil rights movement, such that 10 years after they put that thing in place, they got black women and black men at each other's throat by the early 1980s, because they propagandized black women to make them think that their biggest problem was black men 
and not taking care of their babies. That is a problem, but it is not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is the real system of white supremacy that perpetuated the whole thing. Okay? And that's why you see the behavior of black women and black youth off the chain. Okay? Now, they go on to say, blah, 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 blah. Uh, oh, they say, this was a watershed event. Wait, I missed a piece. They said, Strong first emerged as a major player, major player in the international zero growth movement in 1972 when he served as Secretary General of the United Nations Conference on the Human Environment in Stockholm. This was a watershed event. They put the UN's official tour to the neo-Malthusian campaign to use environmentalism as a weapon against economic progress and population growth, especially in the third world, and as a cover for colonial-style resource grabs, such as is now being mounted against Brazil under the guise of protecting the Amazon River Basin. The ECHO 92 conference is the official 20th anniversary of the Stockholm event. Quote, I think we at Stockholm began to address ourselves to some of the very, very deep and important long-range questions that studies like the Club of Rome's Limits to Growth points out, unquote. Strong said in an interview not long after the UN conference, Strong was well-positioned to force this genocidal garbage unto the third world by virtue of his work with Canada's governmental foreign aid program. In the mid-1960s, Strong headed Canada's external aid office. He then went on to found the CIDA, the government's international development agency, which many considered a front for Canadian intelligence operations in the third world. Okay? So all he did was put that D in the CIA. And they called it the CIDA. They say, through these two agencies, Strong, a Strong was able to pawn himself off as a trustworthy friend of developing countries someone who would advise them to adopt population control measures and accept environmentalism out of the goodness of his heart. And that bastard didn't have no heart. Okay? He was as cold as the crude that he uh, dug from the ground. They say that cynical cover has enabled Strong to sell the world or to sell the worst forms of genocide, packaged, as sustainable development, that's in quote, other polite-sounding euphemisms for zero growth to the third world, and is the reason why he was designated to head the 1992 Earth Summit. Immediately after Stockholm, Strong was given a mandate to set up the UN Environmental Program, which has played a pivotal role in promoting the whole panoply of, quote, green fascist 
unquote programs. One of the United Nations Environmental Programs' most important offshoots was the World Commission for Environment and Development, established by the UN in 1983 and known as the Brundtland Commission after its chair, Norwegian Prime Minister Gro Harlem Brundtland published a report called Our Common Future, which laid out a scenario for sustainable development that would ensure that the third world remained in a state of progressive backwardness forever. Strong was one of a handful of select individuals chosen to serve on the commission. Okay, now, I'm very emotional about this, family, okay, because See, they changed the name, and the new people today, they come with Agenda 21 and the 2030 this, and I, I'm still at the origin, and Sister Bev and the Truth to Power family can tell you, I've always referred to it as sustainability or sustainable development because I've been around too many politicians who don't, don't know their ass from a hole in the ground, and they'll use terms like, well, that's not sustainable. Well, what we really need to do is to put in place a system of sustainable development. These are the so-called college-educated people who don't realize that they've been propagandized. Okay? But you go and do the necessary research, and this is clear as the nose on your face. And it ain't Lyndon LaRouche telling you this. It's in their papers like Limits to Grow. They say it. Okay? They say but this doesn't tell half a strong story. This seemingly successful entrepreneur and government official, among his many posts, was he was named CEO of Petro Canada in 1976. Listen to this, family. By his good friend and then Prime Minister, Pierre Trudeau, who is a, a certified kook, a New Age extremist who keeps earthworms in his kitchen to process waste into compost. Okay? According to a profile published in May 1990, and look at this family, I know all of y'all know uh, at this point that Pierre Trudeau's son, or his alleged son, is as crazy and as mixed up as they come. Okay, but one thing you can never take from uh, Trudeau, not Pierre, uh, the new prime minister, is his fondness for black people. He loved black people so much, he imitated our asses as much as he possibly can when he was coming up. See, like every time he went to a party, he went there in blackface. And when he got caught, he apologized. Had he not got caught, he never would apologize. But he, more important than that is what he did and what he's doing to Canada. He has basically taken away all the rights of the people take and disarmed them, locked up people that protest against his policies, made Canada a flaming LGBT destination because like his mama and his daddy, his daddy was a kook 
and his mama was one of the biggest holes in Canada. All right? Ain't no telling who his real daddy is. Some say his real daddy was Fidel Castro. But can't nobody tell because his mama didn't wear no panties because she didn't need them. Her legs was open constantly. What she need with panties on? Or as the homosexuals say, panties. She kept them in a plastic bag, a baggie, in her purse. These nasty bastards like Joe Biden having sex with his children. Or Bush, a uh, uh, closet homosexual, having sex with men as part of his initiation into skull and bone. Or Barack Obama, another closet, crack-smoking homosexual. And then when you get a real man who act like a real man in office because he loves women, they want to call him every name up under the sun, and they sent all these lesbians and homosexuals out to basically try to disqualify this man from running this country. Truth is stranger than fiction. All of what I just said has all come out over the last few years. You can take a look at from Joe Biden having sex with his daughter. That ain't my opinion. That's what his daughter said in her diary. And we just surmised, okay, that if he was raping his daughter, because he raped eight women, Google it. Biden accused of sexual assault by eight women. That was in 2000. And this fake LGBT uh, uh, cancel culture told the women to shut up or we're going to destroy you. And only one of them had guts enough to stay with it. And she had to leave the damn country. She no longer lives here. Okay? Don't take my word for any of it. Look it up. Bear, I can't go no further, Bear, but they're going to talk about Shirley MacLaine, and I'm sure many of you remember mm-hmm. Shirley MacLaine. Uh, who was her brother? You remember who her brother was, Bear? I, I'm looking right at him. He was a movie star, too. I can't remember what his name was. Yeah, he was a Hollywood whore. That's what he was known Yeah. As. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Shirley McClain was getting into the crystals. Crystals. You see, they they called it the New Age movement, okay? But they took a lot of ancient African concepts and cultural uh, norms, and they used them, okay? They used them, but it wasn't just the African uh, culture; it was Indian cultural norms as well. All right. So they did a blend, pretty much, of ancient African culture and ancient Indian culture. All right, and used it for themselves, and they called it New Age. That stuff was headquartered at the United Nations, all of it. We'll get to that when we deal with, we deal with the aliens landing at the UN. Uh, uh, thank you, family. Warren Beatty, that's right, the Hollywood hole. Warren mm-hmm. Beatty. Mm-hmm. So 
we'll get to that all that stuff when we uh get into the alien part of this this UN uh uh series with the data earth still which basically was chronicling uh the aliens landing and making contact with humanity under Eisenhower, right? And that that's what that movie was really all about. Just like uh what's the movie with the pod people there? The invasion of the body snatchers? Uh with the that pod movie? you're not talking about aliens, are you? That movie Aliens? Yeah. I ain't talking about that one. There. I'm talking about invasion of the body snatchers. Oh, okay. You remember that movie? It's so long ago, I can't hardly remember. Yeah, they had a remake. In other words, you couldn't go to sleep. Mm. If you went to sleep, they put one of them pods by your bed, and your ass wouldn't wake up. Uh, You'd be a shell, because now your body has been cloned by a pod. Mm. Mm. That movie's called Invasion of the Body Snatchers. What that movie was really about was it was warning the people in this country that there was an, an, a communist menace working behind the scenes to take your minds from you. They call it Marxist-Leninism today. That's what the movie was about. It was a hidden reference to mind control being used to take over people's uh, bodies. The next time you watch Invasion of the Body Snatchers, just think that the pods was really turning people into Marxist Leninists. You'll understand the entire movie. And even the people who thought that they were stronger than it, eventually they had to do what, Bear? Okay, how strong you are. You, you say the people was, I was reading something. You said the people was what now? Oh. No matter how strong the people thought they were, in mm-hmm. that movie, eventually they had to do something. Tell, tell her in the chat room, family. Tell Bear what the people eventually had to do. I can't even remember the movie. I can't. I remember I it. I, I know I've seen it, but I can't remember it. I know, Bear. That's why I want the, the family in the chat room to tell you. Because they know. Uh, What happened? uh, Invasion of the Body Snatcher. Someone's asking what movie. Invasion of the Body Snatcher. Yeah. In order for the body to get snatched, what happened to all of the people? Because eventually they had to do this. I just told you earlier. Well, let me let you in on it. So all throughout the movie, all throughout the movie, the main characters were breaking into pharmacists and things like that to try to stay awake. Oh, they got you when you went to sleep. Bingo. Okay. All right. Wow. I I really forgot that movie. Go ahead. That's what the people in this country have been subjected to. Most of the people mm-hmm. in this country, particularly the white people, have been thoroughly asleep. And now they're waking up. But the people that's already been had their body snatched, you know what they call them there? Woke. What? 
You get? They call them woke. They already had their body snatched. They running around in the streets, particularly young black people. Calling themselves Marxist-Leninists. You get it? They already had their seed pods put next to them, went to sleep, and their body been snatched. Those of us that are awake still trying to stay up. Because we know if we go to sleep, they're going to get us. Unfortunately, most of the people in this country have been parted already. I shouldn't say most. Many of the people, I would say a good 35% of the people in this country that refer to themselves as woke have already had their body snatched. They ain't nothing but a shell. I'm done, babe. I can't talk to you. <laughs> I'm going to shut up, and we just have to come back next week and and finish this because my okay. nose is just it's just not gonna let me go. No well, further, you man. you did you did, you did real good. Uh, we'll let the the uh, family talk because it's a man, lot of hands I look, raised. I look like a I look like a walrus with two little tusks sticking out of my nose. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, you did real good. You you did the whole time. Let me let me let Mike in. Okay, Mike, you live. Hotel, y'all, how you doing? Hotel, brother Mike. You know that caller, and I I don't have to tell you what caller I'm talking about, but Mm -hmm. that's a clear example of what me and you talk about, Rob, called mass hysteria. He says that Trump caused chaos. Was the chaos that gasoline that was less than $2 a gallon? Is that the chaos he's talking about? Is the chaos... Them chicken wings that used to cost eleven dollars and now cost twenty dollars. Is that the chaos he was talking about? Yep. Is the chaos the fact that he said when he went to NATO, we are not going to have these endless wars. I'm bringing these soldiers home. That's what he said. We're not going to be murdering. We're not going to be killing our children. Is that the chaos he's talking about? No, the chaos he's talking about is that foolishness that's in the heads of many of the people that look like us. And when you ask them what is the chaos, they can't tell you a damn thing. They can't tell you nothing. Right. They can't tell you nothing. And let me be real clear. If I said this, I'm going to say it again. God made us all, but he didn't make us all the same. And he made a bunch of foolish-ass people. And the reason he made foolish-ass people is because he's going to kill your ass. Can't argue with you. Can't argue with you. Did you hear the piece of the Negroes? Brother Mike, go ahead. See, this is why this is instructive. Because that meeting, and you're familiar with that area on the west side, right? Absolutely. Didn't you used to live in that area? I used to live, I could walk there from my house. Exactly. You heard the people, right? The people mad as hell at this so-called mayor because they didn't have a clue about what his agenda was. They thought that he was going to be looking out for their interests, just like Obama. They didn't know nothing about Obama. 
because they was he was marketed to them, sold to them like a box of a uh, 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 rice or uh, some cream of wheat, some Uncle Ben. Okay, but you know what? You know what, Rob? And they ready to go to war. All they need is a little bit of ammunition. But you know what, Rob? Those very same people, I will bet you ten dollars to a donut that they voted for the person whose policy made that possible. So as far as I'm concerned, they ain't got no damn complaints because you voted for that criminal that's up there now because you was talking that garbage about Trump. See, here's the problem. They they have to like you. Why you got to like somebody to support them? All I want to do is see if your policies are going to work for me. I ain't got to like you because I'm not going to bed with you. But you hear niggas, well, you know, he was arrogant, he was blah, blah, blah. He's your man. You know where that come from, Mike. You know where it come from. <laughs> come straight off the TV. I don't expect. Yeah, of course. I, I expect nothing less. Well, all I can say what? is this, Robin, and I'm going to close with this. There are very... Huh? There are very few of us. There are there are very few people who share our minds. So it's a very very small club in our community. Very small because the majority of black people are foolish as hell. And according to scripture, God said He's gonna kill all y'all asses. And I hope He hurry up and get back and take care of that business. Hotel, <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> Better love, Mike. <laughs> Better love, I just want to tell. <laughs> I just want to tell the uh, family that we're leaving the internet in ten minutes, and um, we're taking phone calls three two three six four two one five eight six, and you can listen to the rest of the show uh, through the telephone. And Dr. Robert X do have a GoFundMe page. It's on the Truth to Power uh, page. So please send a donation uh, to help him with his research. He's taking the time to give this research to us so we can be enlightened. Regardless of other people's opinion, it is very helpful. So thank you uh, in advance for donating. Okay. Let me open up the line. Thank you, family. Because uh, again, for the people that don't know, uh, if it worked for the people on this program, uh, I probably would cease to exist. Because the stuff that I know after researching for over forty years, most black people uh, program not to accept. But unlike most of the people that you'll listen to, and I do say most. We always bring the documentation for you so you can check it out for yourself. And then do your own further research. All righty. Uh, let's go to 304-685. Hold up, brother. Hold up, sister. How you doing? Hold up, Better love. Better love. First of all, brother, where, where, where is your humic folic acid at? Did you haven't been getting contact with Crenshaw? Uh, I got some. You know what, man? Let me tell you, my problem has been I take so much stuff that I forget some 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, and I just got a quick question, brother. I just it's, yeah. it's a quick one. I just need some understanding on history because I had to re-listen to the show yesterday with Tova and y'all was talking about um, Germany and Hitler, right, and the Nazis. Yeah. And from what I gathered, you know, it's it's a documentary I told you before about it. It was called Hitler: The Greatest Story Never Told. I saw it. I'm, I'm confused. So so you've seen it, right? So yeah. I'm confused with with him and the Nazis split, or one and the same. Can you explain just the history of it real quick? Just about like two minutes. I don't want to hold up the line. That's my only question because from on there, he was a good guy. He was like the Trump and the and the Putin. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he didn't invade the places, and you know he gave every opportunity for them people to leave. But they were, you know, excuse my language, they were messing with his people. That's when he invaded. But of course, the United States got into it where they had nothing to do with it, and of course, to do what they what they needed to do for political reasons. But the physical aspect of the war, he didn't want to go to war. So can you just explain to me real quick between the Nazis and them two? There was very little difference. He actually, if you remember that uh, uh, certain portions of that documentary, and I think it was two or th- it was a two or three part series. It was very long. Right, right, right. right. One of the things he pointed out was that the Jews had taken control of the economics in Germany after World War One, when Germany right. was forced reparations through the International Bank of Settlements. Okay. Which is okay. Okay. Because okay? that's the 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 today that's the bank that oversees all the other central banks. Now, how does that happen? I got you. They were right. supposed to remove the bank right? once Germany had paid out paid off the reparations. Okay. Right. Anyway. Okay. Hitler came to power because the Jewish people who ran Germany had basically turned Germany into a whole house. They say United it was worse This is extremely important to understand what's going on today. They said the LGBT people of that time, the lesbians, the homosexuals, and all that stuff, was open air. It was out in the public, and the people of Germany hated it. Okay? Now, then when the Nazis came as a result of that, okay? Now, look today. Today, the Nazis are behind that. Don't okay. you find that interesting? Yeah, they they, they, they flipped it. <laughs> yeah. So, look, so look, you can say they learned. I'm sorry. That means to do some more looking historically because it should be obvious that something's missing here. Something is dreadfully wrong with this whole scenario. Because today, you've got the Jewish people that are supporting the Nazis. Right, right. The same but they kept them. up that back then, the Jewish people were being persecuted. Well, how does that <laughs> thing flip 180 degrees? And that's what's missing. The flip. We got to do some research to find out 
what happened or what really happened, because, see, I'm not at all convinced 100% with that particular documentary. But I'm also I'm also not uh, uh, 100% behind this so-called persecution because I've seen too many corporate Jewish people that was helping to finance that whole thing. Mm. And we know about the transfer agreement. Right. That's Which is documented. Right. This Jews to get rid of the poor Jews, in other words, the Orthodox, because the rich don't practice Judaism. Is that something that we are kind of looking at today, where the rich Jews are over there in China? The Bill Gates and the the uh, uh, what's the dude from the Apple? Birds. Ain't that interesting? How yeah, they all in bed with the Chinese selling out this country? Just like what happened back then. It's man, something's missing. There's still a key component. In other words, we need to look at the players behind the scenes, just like today. Because this whole thing is not adding up. Too much is similar in terms of what happened to bring about his rise and, right. and look at what's going on today and the things that they're pushing out here today is the very same thing that he was supposedly fighting against. Now the people that he was fighting against that was pushing that back then are pushing the same thing today. One last thing, one last thing. All right, so in the documentary, yes. you remember, he, he came to power, right? He had to do it yes. the same way, I don't want to say like Trump is doing it or, or could do it, like the scenario you put out if he becomes a Speaker of the House. But right. if if Trump does become Speaker of the House, isn't that the same role that, I don't want to say Hitler took, but he had to take, he had to form his own party, get out, yes. and then come back in? Yes, so, in, a word, in a word, yes. Here's the drawback. Okay. Here's the drawback. We got patterns of behavior to look at. Right, right. And if we look at the things that that's making Trump angry, I ask anybody, if you know you were not a Russian spy, they try to overthrow you as the uh, duly elected president. They stole the election from you in 2020. They tried to say that you were uh, uh, unpresidential because you asked, uh, head of a foreign country, because you saw the criminal behavior in the Ukraine, you asked that head of that government to look into what was going on with the criminality in Ukraine relative to people in this country, right? Right, right. And all of a sudden, you out of office, you, they try to impeach you for that, and you out of office. They then, and is now coming to light, stay tuned, that you had federal agents all over the damn place on January the 6th, and they were the ones that were facilitating the breaking of the windows and pushing people into the Capitol. Now, all that stuff is coming out, which is why uh, McCarthy never released all of the footage. The footage was could only be seen by certain people. Okay? Thank McCarthy, was he was with them is what I'm saying. I got you. The, the I'm just saying. Yeah. The point is, we got to be more diligent about the things that we line up behind, and we also have to be conscious of the things that we line up behind. Okay? If I see Orange Man making any move 
that are off the pale, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell it because this ain't about no male worship. That's a homosexual trait, and I'm straight up uh, hetero. We ain't worshiping no man. I was getting ready to say booty gig. (laughs) Not not booty gig, but she knows what I was saying. I I got you, brother. I don't want to hold the line up. I'm going to contact you in the private because there's a little bit more I want to – I just got a clarity with because I just want to know which way are they going because if they're going with CalSwap, excuse me, the World Health Organization, if they're going that way, then – Look at it like this. If they get rid of all the poor people, right, and enslave all the mm-hmm. poor people, they still going to have to work. They're going to have to do what they don't, what we're doing now. Well, I don't say us, but, you know, the, uh, yeah. not the elite. You, you understand what I'm saying? As far as the farming yeah. and all that other stuff. And I'm going to just but leave it there. Hold up. I love y'all. Yes, sir. Hold before you go. Check this out. Yes, sir. Did you, did you see the new robot? Yeah. Now, now, I... Are they robots? <laughs> Are they robots? That's the only thing I gotta say. I, I, got I wasn't the physically question. there. I wasn't physically there. You know, on that television, you you know, they can make the crowd look like it's there and it's not, and it's not. Because even on the internet, they gotta have a, a robot uh, playing like I think ping pong. Like this looked like a straight uh, Terminator, right? But if you right. look close at the video, you can see like a little outline, like like it was put there. Or like how they can put your face on an athlete now, and it can look like you're playing ball. So I, right. I want to, I want to have see some footage for somebody who was physically there, and like up I, close on him. But here's the deal. Because we we know where they are with the robots. We've seen uh, what's the little white, the little white head uh, <laughs> uh, that they unveiled in uh, uh, in uh, Bar- I think it was Bahrain. And they gave her right, some um, siblings. Right, right. And you know they also got uh, one of the um, Saudi sons. He has a, um, a big-ass robot that protects him, his bodyguard. I don't know if you've seen it. It looked like something off of RoboCop. Like, he's he's fucking huge. Excuse me, like, right, he, he, he's huge. And he's armed. He, he's very we, armed. But they also oh, put that, like, the little alien, too. I don't know if you've seen that. They got a little yeah. alien going around to see how people respond. Yeah. And people yeah, don't respond see, a proper see, way. I'm sorry, go ahead. We, here's the deal. What have we not seen? We know those things are so close to human and their movements, et cetera, et cetera. What is it that we haven't seen? And we haven't why, seen. Uh, oh, I, I can tell you what we haven't seen yet. My point is. The technology is normally far, far in advance of what they show us. Right. We know right, what we've right, seen. Right. It's so close to human. It ain't funny. If you put a right. hoodie on it, you can't tell the difference. No, you wouldn't. And then you still can't tell if it's a clone because they can clone. They just can't clone here in this country. They can clone so other countries or, or private, um, private lands. What about a clone? That is part clone and part robot. They got rights, just like Cynthia or LGBTQRSCUV. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was the introduction. I'm going to say this on the go, brother. That was the introduction a lot of people I don't think understands to um, to, to get uh, to normalize something that's not normal. So the best thing was to, you know, for years, you know, homosexuality. Once you'll set that, the pedophilia, the bestiality, 
Now you can come with the satanic shit, excuse me, stuff of uh, crossbreed. They got, um, I don't know if you've seen it, they had a, a, a puppy with like a, a, a man's face in the corner. Is it real or not? I don't know. Once again, it's a video. You know, even if I've seen it up close and personal, I would still have to, you know, blow its head off to see um, if it's real or not. I'm just going to be honest. Because if well, it's one, then it's, three, then it's three of them. What we're saying is we know enough about the technology that we're not going to close our minds to any of this because these people who are capable of anything. They've been doing yes, human animal clones since the 1990s. I know because I read the articles about about the uh, uh, work being done in this country and in Europe. I think that's what they put in them damn chicken sandwiches, and I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> no way. There's <laughs> <Yes>. no way. <laughs> All these chickens every day for the last. I'm, I'm 45. You've been studying long as I've been alive, right? There's no way in the world. I've been to some chicken farms and all this other stuff. But whole tech, right. y'all have a good night. I love y'all. Okay. Better love, okay. brother. Okay. Please, if you out there, please, please get at me, brother. I ain't talking talk to you in a minute, man. It's good to hear from you, my brother. I know you said something about Merlin and the lady who's going out to California, but I, I, I just caught y'all, so I'm, I'm gonna be back on from now on. All the way to Maryland to find a black lesbian so they can make her senator for California, brother. It's a lot more. We just had six shootings and all this other stuff here, man. It's 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 crazy. But it's, it's it couldn't crazy. go around the corner. Any corner in L.A., you can find a black lesbian. They went to Maryland to find one. You know she dangerous. <laughs> no problem. Man. Thank you, Carl. I want nobody knocking at my door. Hotel. Hotel. Bad love. Better Let's love. go to uh, Better Love. Let's go to 413222. Hey, Better Love, Hotep. Um, oh, yeah. um, quickly, just to say this, um, I kind of favor now, brother, why you don't like the YouTubians. Um, and, and I think sometimes what happened is um, it's really not a show of, of debate. That's that's not what we really do. We, it's almost, and I don't really want to do this to you, Doctor X, but it's a lecture first, and then you get to hear the comments of the people. Um, yeah. That's really our structure, and, and our structure is in that manner. Whereas, in we don't always have to accept it, but it's just the idea we get to share it amongst ourselves, and then what it does is give you an opportunity at your fest, at your level, to hear the people after you give the resource. That's yeah, the thing that I think some of our people need to realize. And, and one, it's not a bad thing to even attack the brother. But go ahead. You're about to say. I agree with you. And one thing I'm going to add, um, the, the family gives me the latitude to bring subject matters to them, to this table called truth to power, that are pertinent to them. That's the other thing. And that's, that why, and that's really why I'm, char- I'm charming in right now, chiming in, excuse me, um, because it's the matter with us is that we're we're breaking down the language that is not made in the simplest form and right. and and bev has been has been able to give us this opportunity that we might be able to bring certain language that we can diagnose it and see what they're really speaking of uh one yeah. of the issues of even as you would keep identifying um some of the sisterhood that don't understand the betrayal that's going on it's it's not so much of libertarianism because that, because liberals are libertarians it's the progressivism 
and the, yeah. those women who actually went overseas to receive their education because they couldn't achieve it here. They went to those places like Zurich and these other areas and also into Russia where the Bolsheviks put certain ideals in their mindset and then who actually supported them when women came back. Their funding, like you said, once again, was eugenics. So it's always yep. going to be someone trying to go on ahead to dominate another class of people, even if you go into the, the Eastern Urals. That's where the Jews are from. We know that. We yep. know that because now we understand the, the matter of it. And, a, a Hitler, we understand who you were. You were a thug, less than a high school education, but he was used because he didn't understand the propaganda that came as yep. they used his position while Germany was in a crisis, and why not allow him to be the fall guy in order that they can fake left, go right, even from the Western Euro of another monarch that's one. Come on, man. It's, if, if, you, if, you follow the, if you follow the crumbs, you get to really put the story together. And the initiation is that if we really pay attention, they experiment with themselves first and then utilize it from the east to the west. They don't go north and south, from the east to the west, and they try to utilize it as they capture other people's resources and territory. That's yeah. what we're trying to figure out. I'm going to add this to what you're saying because it's so profound. They try to accuse that dude of being the father of propaganda. And he said, oh, what? Oh, wait a minute. Yep, yep, yep. And the real father of propaganda was George Creel, came from the United States. They started, they started in the War Department. They started actually here, and that was the birth of a nation and all these other films with the Penny, uh, Penny Dreadful and all these things to go that's on ahead right. and put the – that's right, to put the fear in all the people. You see what I'm saying? Just, just misunderstanding, and that's why sometimes um, it's, it's, it's better to, like you say, listen first, absorb it. But some people get so anxious about it, and it's nothing against my brother who who, who probably doesn't know our format. But right. it's, it's brother, what it is is to make the language plain to everyone first, and then if you can chime in, even and here's the best thing about it. Uh, I think there's humility in you, but you, you know you know it kind of got to you a little bit today. You know, it, it you know undercover. Why? You almost lost your navigating skills, bro. You know why? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why because I'm sitting here from the very beginning. I'm telling you about it. I'm bleeding like a uh, 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 a slaughtered hog, and my nose hasn't stopped bleeding all this time that I've been on the air. I understand, and then you you really don't have time for the nonsense that that you're like you're saying, being an older brother, that you're really trying to keep yourself in good no, format, even if you're giving us the information. The hog. Okay. Say it again. I said, you know, I'm I'm in that mood because I'm sitting yeah. here bleeding like a hog. But I want to do the program because this stuff is this bleeding has been stopping me from doing things here over the last year year and a half. And and I gotta say this also, and that's just for any of our our listening audience. Don't think because our brother our brother brings the lecture that there's still there's, there's a warrior still in our brother now. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody really wants to go there anymore, but it's what it is, man. We 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 some warrior people. We we ain't just gonna kick back and you know allow somebody you know to kick us or push us. We talking about. I get it. Let let's bring another caller in. But I'm grateful that um 
you still have this platform. You're breaking down the language. The double speech is what we're trying to kill. And, and it's yeah. not about mm-hmm. the political arena. We're really trying to figure out what can we do to pass on whatever we have to our generation that we can survive this nonsense. Thank you for exactly. taking my call. Very well said, my brother. Hold up and better love. And I'm going to add one okay. more thing, Beth, before you go to the next caller. Had that mm-hmm. brother not started the cursing, okay, mm-hmm. I probably would have let it, let it go. I, I would have let it slide because I'm, I'm just yeah, not I in that too. mood. Yeah, yeah you know, but just, man. But he was going there. He was, he was going. Yeah, and you did well, and, and, Beth. Thank you for thank thank you for <laughs> monitoring, keeping it keeping it straight. Because this, this is your right. platform, Ma. We appreciate you. That's right. Because right. right. appreciate you. Thanks for I ain't never cursed at nobody in all the years we've been doing this program. Whether you agree mm-hmm. with me or not, I ain't never cursed nobody on this program. But, you know, some people, I understand, some people run their program like that, you know, but you, you got to nope. listen like, like the brothers say. You know, some people, they like that argument, like polite and all the younger dudes. They liked it, that back and forth and that, uh, you know, trying to see who is more intellect than the other. But this, we don't, like us say, the guy, the, the colleges say, listen first and see how, yep. you know, we do things. And then, and you know, we don't send nobody. I don't even like to have more than one person on the line because I want to be clear on what somebody's saying mm-hmm. and how I'm going to respond to it as opposed to trying to talk over two or three people. Uh, yeah. You know, other people can deal with that. I don't prefer mm-hmm. that. I prefer to have a one-on-one mm-hmm. conversation so we clear on what I'm saying and what you're saying. Okay, let's bring in. Seven zero eight eight three seven. Hey, peace, peace. How are you, we tonight? It was a good show. What's I'm up, enjoying man? it. Hey, you getting hey, ready hey, to listen, drop a look? Hey, I fell out last night, but I stayed with you tonight. <laughs> yes, sir. I know you can. You got a load for me. Go ahead and drop it. <laughs> hey, hey, look. Hey, look. I'm gonna stay on top of two because everything you say, I'm gonna show you something right quick. So just bear with me. I'm going to tell you where I'm coming from because you know we like to say where we're coming from. I'm coming from conspiracies and secret societies, the complete dossier by Brad yes. Stiegler and Sherry Stiegler. Now, check yes. this out. I'm going to the Bilderbergers because this is going to tie in with everything you were saying. Oh, hold on before you go there. Hold on before you go there. Yes, sir. This is for the family. Secret Societies and Subversive Movements by Nestor Webster. I read the book. It's got to be 40 years ago. Okay, that book was written in the 1800s. Secret Societies and Subversive Movements by Nesta, N-E-S-T-A, Webster. Talked about the Jacobins, the Illuminati, okay? <laughs> Going way back then. Go ahead, my brother. All right. Hey, look, I got some other ones, too. But, okay, the Bilderbergers. The Bilderbergers are powerful international secret society made up of 600 wealthy and influential individuals who has an aggressive plan to achieve world domination. The prestigious and influential secret societies known as the Bilderbergers has a membership composed of 600 very wealthy and very powerful individuals, drawn from the highest executive levels of international business, politics, education, finance, and the media. This elite group is governed by even more secretive, almost entirely anonymous, inner circle of 15 known as INCUNBALA. The Bilderbergers got their name from the place of their first meeting in 1954, the Bilderberg Hotel in Osterbeck, Holland. The event was yes. hosted by Prince Bernard of the Netherlands, 
and a number of mm-hmm. luminaries from the European branch of the Illuminati. Since 1954, yes. the Bilderbergers, as they began calling themselves, had met secretly each year in a different geographical location. Once when asked the purpose of the international gathering of the global light, their spokesperson, Charles Mueller, said that the group discusses issues that affect the Western world, issues such as yes. China, Islam, energy management, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization known as NATO, corporate government, yes. and the growth of certain nations, journalists who observed the event from afar during the 1997 gathering said that they spotted Colin Powell, Henry Kissinger, World Bank President James Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein and David yes. Rockefeller among the attendees. Certain conspiracy theorists who have studied the makeup of the Bilderbergers insist that the group is controlled by the 10-man inner circle of the Illuminati, according to their claims. Yes. The secret cabal has painstakingly prepared an agenda for the masses of humanity. Such individuals as Bilderbergers will become our masters and the vast majority of the global population can look forward to a future existence as pawns, if not slaves, of the Illuminati. According to certain yes. sources who claim knowledge of the basic plan for world domination, dominance set in motion by the Bilderbergers, the following are among their principal objectives. The United States must promptly pay its debt to the United Nations. In addition, the United States would be asked to contribute billions of dollars to the International Monetary Fund. U.S. taxpayers will be bled almost dry by expenditures. NATO would be converted into a United Nations military force. U.S. troops would thereby come under the command of foreign officers. Corporate governance will dissolve national sovereignty and bring all of the Earth's corporations under a single global order. Local control over businesses and corporations by nations and states will be terminated. The great... Giants of finance will be able to dis- disregard the laws and dictates of all governors, including those of the United States. As the 21st century progresses, a new system of fascism will emerge under the guise of free trade practices yeah. that will, in fact, be guided by the Illuminati. The Bilderbergers have approved the red Chinese model of economics as the standard for emerging European su- super state. And the United States, as in communist China, all dissidents will be dealt with severely and placed in work camps. As soon as the program can be implemented, implemented, citizens in every nation will be issued a universal biometrics identification card. A Gestapo-like yes. police force will enforce the dictates of the Illuminati's new world order. Now, I just want to flip, because I'm going to do this fast. I'm trying to, I'm trying to move this fast. Now, I'm Go going ahead. to Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, sealed off by black helicopters and a private security force, the wicked men in the Bohemian Grove are free to perform supreme acts of vile debauchery while they plan the fate of the world. Sealed off from the public by helicopters and armed guards, some 2,500 of the world's wealthiest, most influential and powerful men meet each year for 17 intense days in private 2,700-acre retreat on the Russian River in Sonoma County, California. The rites and rituals of the San Francisco Bohemian Club are held in secret in a grove of ancient redwood trees. But the decisions made there shape international policies that influence people throughout the world. Conspiracy theorists state that the principal theme of the annual meeting is celebration of the patriarchy, racism, and class privileges. The membership role of this elite group of men, no women members, is kept in strictest confidence. But it right. includes super wealthy blood, blood dynasty family members of the Illuminati corporate chieftains and high government officials. According to the number of conspiracy theorists and several fundamental Christian evangelical 
ministers one might find amongst the rich and politically powerful gentlemen converting about converting about the Bohemian Grove former U.S. presidents George H.W. Bush, Gerald Ford, Supreme Court Justice Anton Celia, former Secretary of Defense Casper Weinberger, yep, the mayors of Los Angeles, San Francisco, and other major cities, astronaut yeah. Willie Schremer, Frank Bowman, former FBI CIA directors, former sec- secretaries of state, George Soltz, Henry Kissinger, international bankers, heads of big oil companies. Many of the world's media chiefs are Bohemian Grove members, including the leading representative of Time Magazine, People Magazine, CNN, and many other informational outlets. The former German ca- chancellor, Helmut Schmidt is alleged to have commented that his weekend as a guest at the Bohemian Grove in Cabinet was one of the most astounding experiences that he ever had in the United States. According to an informant of the conspiracy theorists, Great Britain's Queen Elizabeth made a stunning cameo appearance at the Bohemian Grove in 1983. Her Majesty was honored with, an, with a wild, ecstatic pagan dance ceremony complete with stage yeah. props such as Egyptian pyramids and Babylonian artifacts. In the That's right. allegations of certain researchers, the Bohemian Grove, Herod, Herod, I can't pronounce it, H- Herocracy, I guess that's good enough, <laughs> exercises considerable control over U.S. presidency. President Ronald Reagan once confided to friends that it was his acceptance by the men of the Bohemian Grove following his coming out at one of their conclaves that sealed for him the high office of President of the United States. In That's 1995, right. House Speaker Newt Gingrich attended the meeting in the Grove and was given instructions to cooperate with President Bill Clinton in building the New World Order. One of the main rituals performed by Bohemian Grove participants involves their bowling down before a 40-foot statue of an owl. Walter Cronkite on tape is said to be the voice of the Carwood Owl. The mascot at Bohemian Grove that opens the we ceremony. I'm sorry. Weaving spiders uh, come not here. There's written on the aisle, meaning we come here for specific business. Leave your personal business outside of the grove. Go ahead. Okay. Um, grove that opens the ceremonies. Members probably display aisle figurines. Statues and images in their home and in their corporate and government offices. The Bohemian Grove represents the eternal mystery cult of Babylon, Rome, and Greece. Scottish Rite Messenger is part of the parcel of the Bohemian Grove. Most important, this is where diabolical satanic powers congregate each year to plan and to execute their grotesque hidden agenda for the world. On July 14, 2004, the Bohemian Grove celebrated the 125th anniversary of founding of this elite group that the President Herbert Hoover once called the greatest man's party on earth. Now, I just and want that's to the, name, the open yeah, was, book. At the time, yeah, I'm coming. just breaking in here to add a little something. If you go to the library, uh, back in my day, when we first, uh, through Steve Coakley, found out about Bohemian Grove, we went and did the research, we found that there was one book in the library system that's called The Greatest Men's Party on Earth. Go ahead, my brother. Okay, check this out. Now we're jumping into the bushes right quick. This is, this is what you, uh, it'll tie and just uh, bear me out. George W. Bush's maternal grandfather, George Herbert Burt Walker, moved his St. Louis banking and investment firm to the prestigious address of One Wall Street in the early 1920s and one, one of Hitler's 
Adolf Hitler's most powerful financial supporters. Bert Walker's sponsorship of the Nazis went back to 1924 when Franz Tyson, the wealthy German industrialist, was financing the fledgling Nazi party. Harriman, W.A. Harriman and company sold more than 50 million of German bonds to American investors. And and Walker's union banking, located in the offices of Harriman's firm, became a virtual Nazi money laundering machine. In 1934, Bert Walker arranged to have his son-in-law, Prescott Bush, placed on the board of of directors of union banking. About the same time, Walker took over the North American office of the Harrisburg America line. I'm saying that wrong. Hamburg, America, America yeah. line, which was struggling German agents, which was smuggling German agents into the U.S. to bribe politicians and see things Hitler's way. Just before the Nazi inver- invasion of Poland in September 1939, ignited World War II. Prescott Bush's investment firm arranged for Hitler's Luwaku to obtain techno lead for airplanes. Right. A great source of revenue for Bush was terminated in 1942 when three firms with which he was associated were seized under the Trading with the Enemy Act. All the, all the shares of Union Banking were seized, and the major sections of other companies were confiscated. When it was determined that they were being operated on behalf of Nazi Germany, one of Bert Walker's employees had been a double agent for naval intelligence and had blown the whistle on the shipping company deals with the Nazis. William S. Farish, one of Prescott Bush's partners in business deals with Hitler, was grilled so intensely by the Senate about his Nazi dealings that he collapsed and died on November 29, 1942, seeing clearly the ominous handwriting on the wall. 18-year-old George W. Bush, H.W. Bush, gave up his plans to enter Yale and enter flight school. Now, let me flip back to this other one that I got. Check this out. It's a movie called... Uh, this is when when they started with this global warming stuff. Uh, yeah. Democrat Al Gore, he had a movie called uh, what was it? Insignificant, a uh, certain kind of truth or something. Inconvenient okay, Al truth. Gore, inconvenient truth. Thank you. Al, Democrat Al Gore. Right after this, he started this. 2000. Democrat Al Gore received more popular votes than George W. Bush, but U.S. Supreme Court declares George W. Bush the victor. Now this is the same thing Trump tried to do, but they gave it to him. They stole that election. Correct. Let me, they stole that election. Okay, where's the other one I wanted you to hear? Um, January 29th, George W. Bush makes his famous Axis of Evil speech in which he links Iraq, Iran, and North Korea and su- suggests that the clouds of war might be forming. Some theorists note that in addition to being evil, the three nations mentioned are, interestingly, also oil producers. <laughs> so that's yeah. what they were really after, the oil. That's right. And, Just uh, like today. That's why they had Russia. Because they want to control all the energy on the planet. Go ahead, my brother. You on it? Yep, yep. And uh, I don't know if y'all want to hear this. This is just about the Bush family. Uh, George H.W. Bush loses the president's election to Bill Clinton, but becomes an advisor to the Carlisle Group and continues his right. ties to the Bin Laden family. The BCCI, which bailed out George W. Bush's oil company failures, is exposed as a massive international criminal enterprise laundering money Correct. for Panamanian dictator Manuel Noriega. Nor- Noriega. Noriega. Busan, many terrorist leaders, <clears throat> and the Medellin drug cartel. George W. Bush is elected governor of Texas, 1994. 1998, yeah. George W. Bush becomes the first governor in Texas history to be elected to consecutive four-year terms. 1999, George W. Bush executes his 99 prisoner 
and announces that he will run for president of the United States. September yes. 11, 21, the terrible tragedy of the, of the destruction of the World Trade Center in New York, city attack on the Pentagon, the hijacking of airlines, and the loss of nearly 3,000 lives changes America forever. George H.W. Bush is a business meeting with one of Osama bin Laden's brothers at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Washington when the attacks occurred. Soon the after Carlisle the group. In circuit, huh? The Carlisle group. The Carlisle was group. That meeting. Soon after the attacks, George W. Bush Defense Secretary Donald H. Rumsfeld began focusing on Iraq and planning an invasion to our Saddam Hussein. Right. And look, the other thing about this, too, all of this... Uh, I don't know what you call this, uh, fruit flag colors. They, 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 they're on this double speak because only a man can be a man and only a woman can be a woman. I breed dogs. No two boy dogs is going to make nothing. No what they're going to do is make war. They're going to fight. But all this stuff that they're pushing on, on, the, on, the, on the public right now is just insane. Teaching yes. little children stuff. Even the, 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 the prosecutor in, 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 um, in New York, they had her the other day. She's sitting up there with, with, a, with, a, with a trans and a little, kid, a, a little kid's party at a trans. Oh, my gosh, man. The, the things that they're doing right now. And look, this, is, this is all part of that, that, that communist mess, man, because they don't want yep. men or women. They want you to have, be sexless. You know, neither one has sex. You dress the same. No sparks, no sexual sparks. They, and, 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 and it's kind of working, man. And, oh, another thing I wanted to touch on right quick before I forget. Next time you're looking at your food, you're talking about uh, Mr. Gates. Look at, look at, read your cans. Bioengineered. A lot of the food we eat now, like Campbell's soup, bioengineered. It says it's right on the can. That blew yep. my mind. Cause I love, I love soups, man. Bioengineered. Yep. Why would I want well, that? Well, everything is just about. Let me add this to to that panoply of things that you lay out there. That's a that's a conspiratorial smorgasbord, my brother, and that was right on the money. But let's yes, let's yes, take a I'm step just trying to remember everything you said tonight. It ties in with everything you said. That's why yep. I didn't want to come yep. off the top of my head. I wanted to read it verbatim so nobody thinks that I'm making something up. Yes. Now watch this, my brother. Do you know they're already grooming uh, the chief opponent for Orange Man in the upcoming election? His oh, name oh, is oh. His name is Grim Yunkin. He just got elected during the last go-round as the governor of Virginia. Watch this. Do you know what company he sits on the board of? Don't say the car I do what? Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Stay tuned for that because they got him behind the scenes hoping that they can get Orange Man on something because that's their chief opponent for him. I wouldn't. I well, wouldn't know none of this stuff if I didn't used to, go, used to go down to the center, the center for inner city studies, man. Down there with my man, man. He he made me this way, man. <laughs> yes, sir. That's why. That's, that's why I listen to you, man. Because I know you'd be on it, man. <laughs> I ain't I never. I appreciate you. I don't know if you remember. We met at a library one time on eighty seven. You did a lecture there. Yeah. And I and I, and I, I gave I got you guys a bunch of. It's been some years, my brother. So, you know, I got to be able yeah, to put the face with the voice. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, yeah, I appreciate you, man. What? I fell asleep last night. I, I was sorry I did. I, I, I woke up at the end. I was like, oh, my gosh. I missed the, I missed the bus and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, uh, thanks to you, right. man. But, but look, you, you, don't let nobody you know, throw you off your square. 
everybody ain't going to agree with this because people think I'm nuts, man, but I'm not nuts, man. I do my work. I do my due diligence, yo. If you occupying your square, can't nobody else stay on it. Yes, sir. Thank you, Carl. Peace to the family, man. And peace to you, Beth. Excellent comment. Hotep and better love. See you next week. Okay. All right. Let's go to... Let's go to uh, <clears throat> Tuck Mo. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. 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 Yes, you know yes, sir. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that tells your age when you say my resume, man. Uh, <laughs> that's old school right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like telling somebody, yeah. <laughs> that's like someone staring at you and you being like, well, what you looking at? You know what I'm saying? Um, Absolutely. Leticia, uh, Leticia James, when I was saying, She's from Brooklyn, man, so she's tough as nails, man. You know what I'm saying? She 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 like dealing with a dude. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, she ain't going to break. Huh? I think she is. Yeah, man. I've I never seen her with one. I think she That's do true. have a kid, but yeah. Um. Now, <laughs> I was saying this on Monday. That um the floods in New York, which um appeared to be to me created by them closing the sewers. So they closed the sewers and everything backs up for about an hour, and um they do a press conference. They declare a state of emergency. They're able to collect billions of dollars from the federal government once they declare a state of emergency. And then they mm-hmm. said, he says, well, we're going to start uh, removing the debris from in front of the sewers. The water should be unclogged real soon. And all of a sudden, the water just disappears. So I said, hmm. That was quick. Yeah, because, you know, they having a, um, as they were saying on that tape, a humanitarian crisis that they can't right. fund. So, you know, um, Biden can't just give them the money. Huh? huh? Is that what you're saying? Back, this is back. That was backdoor financing. Yeah, because you know Biden can't <laughs> just say here's this money for New York. But yes. you know they did a bunch of complaining in the news, and all of a sudden, you know they find a way for Biden to cut them a check, clear right. state of emergency. So I said, hmm, you know, just just looking at things. But that that clip you played in Chicago, man. Uh, my thing is, where's the gangs, man? Why the gangs ain't showing up? You know, uh, they were probably in there in the room, Tut. They was where? They was probably in the room listening. Yeah, but I mean, you needed someone from the gang to speak up, like, and y'all let somebody off the, that bus over my dead body, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to you know that make you think twice, but um. Yeah, that that was um that was crazy, man. And um, All they just gonna crazy. take Lucy, my brother. That's why I played that yeah. whole thing. If we right on the edge right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
man, you know, yeah, man, somebody got to pop a couple of these immigrants, man, or pop a couple of these cops that's um, protecting them, man, and then, then you'll see them have a whole different stance on things, man. Uh, uh, let me tell right you something, the untold, the untold story in all this is the police ain't liking it not one bit. They about to go off on them, too. They're arresting them uh, if they come in 10, 15 minutes late to the police station to go to sleep. They get arrested. Now they got to sleep in the cell overnight. So it's all kind of friction that ain't being talked about. And there are other videos of other areas in Chicago with blacks and whites. Ain't nobody wanting this because the people now understand, just like they understand in New York, that this is the beginning of it. This ain't nowhere near the end. Yeah, absolutely, man. And um, that was kind of blatant, though, man. You're going to take the active part from these people. Um, and I like some of the things the brother was saying. But like like I said, man, he needs the gangs to, to reinforce, you know. He's like, this keeps our young people from going downtown. Yeah, you know, that could have been a threat. You know, you don't want us to start going downtown again, do you? Do you want us to start looting on Michigan Avenue again? You know what because I'm saying? I mean, is. do you want this to look like um, George Floyd all over again? Because if you're taking away our up. public spaces, then we're going to take away your public spaces. You know what I'm saying? A little backdrop to that. Uh, the mayor has been paying community activists to talk to the young people to keep them away from downtown, right, by mm-hmm. basically giving them things to do in the community, all right, promising them little jobs and things like that. So that's on that's ongoing right now. So even I have to say that to some degree the violence has lessened somewhat. It ain't it, – no way is it totally gone. But that's the approach that the mayor has taken. Unfortunately for him, is he's not ready to accept that chaos has to reign supreme in all of these cities to create total destruction in order to build back better. Mm-hmm. I still haven't. That's what I want you to take a look at. Look at the C40 cities. That's going to blow your mind, man. Because Chicago is the C40 city. We'll get to that next week. Does that have something to do with the 15-minute cities or no? Yes. Yes. Well, okay, because New York's one too, I believe, then. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, so man, all of these just... areas, the downtown specifically of these mm-hmm. areas, is basically have been set up to fail. All the commercial real estate is taking a major bath. Okay, so they got to destroy Mm -hmm. all of the commercial real estate, and you can see it in places like San Francisco. Oakland is just, Oakland is closed, period. All right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Gavin Newsom is trying to hurry up and get out of L.A. because he knows that that's what's soon to be playing in L.A. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and this, man. Um, yeah, they're going to have to do something, man. Now, Newsom, I thought they were going to try to run him as president, um, but they haven't indicated that as of yet. Uh, but it's no way that, um, 
they could run Biden, man. They got to spend a billion dollars to keep him from falling every day, man. So, you know, exactly. that's that's not a viable option right there. And um, how is he so, going to sell this seat in wintertime is right around the corner, brother? They're going to put bro, I would love this. I would love to see Biden walking through a snowstorm, but I'll pay to see that one, man. Uh, but um, yeah, and his, you know, his son, you know, um, but um, yeah. So with with this election, the problem they're gonna have is they can't ditch Kamala without um pissing off some without pissing off some of their base, you know, right. black women. So. They're going to have to get her to sign on to be the vice president for someone else, which she might not go along with. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, this is going to be interesting to see how they're going to spin this one because uh, everything they've done so far is just falling apart in their face. You know, Total now, did you, see what I, mm-hmm, uh, did you see what I sent you earlier where the brother was saying pretty much what you were saying last night, where um, you know, Trump should be the Speaker of the House? Yes, yes, I, I did. To you. you talking about LHR? Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I yeah. forget his name, man. I call him the, um, you know, the Trump, black Trump dude. That's what I call him, but yeah. Um, <laughs> you know and I thought that was very interesting. Hmm? He reminds me of a comical version of polite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, um, he... But he looks American. Polite ain't American. You know what I'm saying? He looks American, though. That brother just, he looked like a dark-skinned brother. But, um, you know, the only thing my only problem with is that he, he, he get too into that religion stuff for me. You know? Yeah. But I think that that's a, I notice when black guys have a large a large white audience, they have to do that. So, you yeah. You know, on YouTube, you know, that's one of the ways that they can. I guess so. Uh, white people could justify listening to them every weekend and supporting yeah. them. So, um, you know, but um, yeah, he was saying everything pretty much like what you were saying. Um, you know, he let him run the speaker of the house and let him get um get all the information now and let him stop this um stupid stuff from being funded because that's where the brother was messing up earlier. He kept saying um, McCarthy was being removed because. Um, because he cut a deal with the Democrats over his um, budget. And it wasn't right. that budget. It was the other deal he cut to fund the Ukraine. That's that what is correct. Us. It's not this, um, what they're showing us on the news. It's a whole other budget to fund this war. Because those Republicans said, we're not signing no budget that has additional funding for that war. And right. um, he went around them got them to sign off on his budget that didn't have any additional funding and funded the war in another deal behind their back. So, yeah, they're they not saying all that in the news. You know what I'm saying? You, know, you can kind of see sometimes where people get their news from. Biden even told on him. <laughs> well, about what did Biden say, man? Biden said that he's not concerned about Ukraine. Uh, with McCarthy, he'll get the money. Why would he yeah. be so confident that he's going to get the money? And it's because he already made the deal. McCarthy, made is, the deal, yeah. McCarthy is a part of this three uh, so-called uh, new leadership group from the 
1990s, okay, late 19, late 1990s, it was him. All three of them have become speakers, okay? All three of them are gone, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one uh, was, what's that guy named that had to, went and watched the movie with Obama at the end of his turn? He was crying, Boehner. Okay. Oh, yeah, Orange, the first Orange Man, yeah. yeah. Then the second one was the one that hated Trump and is now sitting on the board of Fox News. Mm-hmm. He ran for president, yeah. Yes. And he sabotaged Trump, Trump every chance he got, just like what McCarthy just did uh, with the and the so-called establishment Republicans. They were... Uh, 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 sabotaging all of the candidates, okay, by not giving them money or any kind of support because they wanted the Democrats to win those seats to prevent MAGA from having those seats, okay? So if, if people know that, particularly people like Getz, okay, he knows what they did. So it ain't just this budget deal. That's why they didn't want him there to begin with. They didn't want him as a speaker to begin with, so they made sure they got certain assurances up front that if you do this, we coming at you, and we want you to sign on that if you do this, we coming at you. So McCarthy was stupid enough to sign on to the agreement. So in a sense, he removed himself based on his behavior, and that's the way it should be. Absolutely. Absolutely, but listen, man. Love you. Y'all have a good evening, right, man. I'll you. check you next thank week. Thank you. Right. Thanks thanks for love, better love. Okay, uh, Philadelphia, two one five. Hold up, hold up, I'm better love. This is bad, brother Rock. Thank you. I can't, um, I can't get no cheese steak, but I want you to get one of them phones out of uh, one of them uh, break-ins and send me one of them. One of them <laughs> I don't want one, man, because they're tracking all them phones that they took up. <laughs> so, so Mother Rob, that that whole week, I ain't even going like I ain't even going lie. That week was crazy. So it, it, yeah. it, you know, it happened for three days. Um, the girl meatball. You know, I indicted her and they indicted a whole lot of other people, which, so she a Philly social media personality. She do the most right. funniest stuff. You don't, they don't have her on video still nothing. You don't have her taking anything. She's videotaping what's going on. Now, could you say she influenced people to come down there? Yeah, you could say that. But when you watch her previous videos, She's this crazy character. This is the crazy character that she put on. Right. You don't you don't see her breaking in anything. You don't see her with no stolen merchandise. Right. If anything, somebody gave her something. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's crazy because all of the right wing Alex Jones type started following her. They started commenting. They started saying all this racist stuff and calling her BLM, and I'm going back and forth with people on different social media sites like, we don't even rock with BLM. We don't even, like, we hate them. Like, they ain't do shit for us in our communities. Like, don't mix her up with that. First of all, she from the hood. Her black ass probably ain't even vote. 
she could care less about some Black Lives Matter shit. She not with them. She just the bid. In Philly, we call it the bid. She's the bid. That's what she is. She ain't mixed it with no political affiliation or none of that. But what uh-huh. it did do, but what it did do, she got a clothing brand, and you just, you just making her even more of a celebrity. Now white people following her. People that's not from Philly following her. So they just boosted her up more to her celebrity. But, um, you know, the way they shot that boy, Eddie Irizarry, was totally wrong. It was totally uncalled for, regardless, no matter what he had, he was in the car with the windows rolled up. Was that the one where they had the uh, one cop went on one side of the car, the other cop went on the other side of the car? Yes, sir. That's why everybody was looting, Brother Rob. That's why everybody was looting. Oh, I understand. I understand. Believe me. But I just didn't know know which case it was. But I saw the video. And it was obvious mm-hmm. that the cops, the cops had issues because he never threatened them all of a sudden. He in the car with the windows rolled up, and they say he got a knife. So the other cop is going to cover for the shooter. So when the, the other and cop comes in questions, he immediately says, well, I saw he had a knife in his hand. It must have fell down in the side of the car. Well, if he never got out the car, how does he present himself to be a threat? But 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 brother Rob family, that area that they was at, that's not too far from me. That's down Kensington. So he came up a wrong way street. I mean he came up the one way street the wrong way. He parked. Right. But in that area is so much going on and that opioid crap, the cops be on edge. That's not giving it a justification, but they on edge in that area though. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. a justification, but they on edge, and you came down the street the the total opposite way of how it's supposed to go. So they didn't know right. if he was about to slide on his quote-unquote ops. Like, you know, Philly is crazy right now. They just shot three cops four hours America ago. Crazy, my brother. Don't just. Yeah, true, true, true. Not just Philly. Um, and so, you know, that's. That's kind of why that happened, but, you know, you have people out here, they saying, oh, it's crazy. And I told y'all from the last movie, from the last movie situation, right. don't deem yourself as ignorant. Don't deem yourself as ratchet. Don't deem yourself as dirty. Don't deem yourself as um, coming out of your norm. If your whole neighborhood is getting looted and for the next two weeks, you're not going to have anything. I'm not yeah. condoning negative behavior. I'm not condoning that. When they start looting a supermarket, when they looting the drugstores and shit like that, excuse my mouth, and you had opportunity, like I said, I ain't condoning it. You got opportunity to take your ass out there. You better take tips and you better take hits from The Walking Dead and all these other survival movies, all these other series, and you better have a means of having food or you better have your ass out there in the mix too. How long do you think it would be before the government in Philadelphia introduces government-run food stores like these clowns are talking about doing here in Chicago? And I'm going to tell you something. Knowing the government and its connections to people like Bill Gates and others, 
man, ain't no way in hell I would ever eat anything. That's not to say that we shouldn't scrutinize the other grocery stores, okay? Right. But no, the government grocery store is going to be full of Bill Gates, uh, bioengineered this and genetically altered that. Well, we already kind of got that when you got those those supermarkets like Save a Lot. Is that now, the government? But you can tell it's a government-run store because the only reason why it's discounted because something wrong with it. It's like Ross. When you go on Ross, you go on Marshall, you go go to Burlington Coat Factory, you gonna get name brand clothes, right? But it's something yeah. off. It was supposed to be a thousand thread shirt, but it's nine hundred and eighty-two. You don't know yeah. that it's nine hundred and eighty-two threads in the shirt, and it's supposed to be a thousand. So they're gonna sell it half off. Now. If you- that 982nd thread, the whole shirt just unravels immediately. <laughs> right. And it, and when you get clothes from them type of stores, it do be kind of off. Like, you know what I mean? Some of the pants might be off. You could tell, like, oh, all right, this is regular. But all right, I, yeah. I, you, you know, I got to put a low, so I don't care. But that's the same thing with those save a lot. Now, all these, all these is cool because all these got an organic section. But, like, them real super cheap bottom bottom dollar and, and save a lot and all that, that's already government. You already know that's government because it's too cheap. And then you got to think about mom's mills. So uh, we got mills on wheels here for like, you know, the older people, like uh, Philadelphia Corporation for the age, and they give out mills and they give out food. Right. I, everybody, in the, everybody in the hood, grandma, get them mills. My mom used to get them mills, and I ain't going to front. I ate a couple of them mills. But as time went on, I started thinking, like, wait, this is a government-run program. What are they doing with this food that's in these space lunch type of packs? And you know what I mean? Like, since when did they really start caring about our older folks to really make sure, like, they got food every week? Uh, that's why I tell um, people, brother, well, nothing that this government is going to get me. I don't, I, I'll take my chance with the people that I know I could probably file a claim against. Right. And, you know what I mean? And you know, right. And like to the people that's going to listen to this program in the future, those that's already listening, lifelong listeners, uh, coming up in January, this will be my fifth year on the program. Um, wow. Sister Bev, Sister Bev and Brother Rob, they not turkey burgers. They could get active, but they carry it. They carry it in a polite manner. They carry it in a respectful way because that's what this platform, that's what this program is. This platform, this program ain't for nobody be calling in, all hostile, coming at nobody, giving their opinions when somebody's giving fat. Now, this ain't no slight to the brother, but that's not how we carry it here. We don't carry it like it's Clubhouse. We don't carry it like it's a Twitter space. We don't carry it like it's Instagram or none of the other platforms. We don't do that. And it's and it's and and people should be thankful that Sister Bev even let you chime in in the middle of Brother Rob either speaking. First of all, they thought that that was a person from Chicago chiming in because they were there. That's the only reason why you know the person was let on to begin with. You know what I mean? Exactly. So we can't, you know, people in the future, you can't call in and do that. You gotta be respectful. If somebody telling you they don't know what you're talking about, you got to take that as face value as 
them telling you they don't know whether the person being facetious, whether you feel as though they're trying to be smart or whatever the case might be. If somebody tells you they don't know something, they don't know something. Like, and that's what it is. And you got to handle yourself accordingly. You don't get on here and curse and all that. Like, that ain't cool. You know what I mean? Because it's a better brother Rob, carry it respectful. We'll you know do why? That here. And that's why I, I like coming here. I don't like putting words in people's mouth because I don't want people putting words in my mouth. So I'm not going to put words in people's mouth. If I tell you I don't know something, then that, that's your cue to explain what it is you're saying. As opposed to saying, oh, well, you know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. Right. Tell me. Because you're not making it plain. But in the words, in the words, and I'm, I just want to say two more things, I'm going to hop off. In the words of one of my favorite rappers, Beanie Siegel, the streets not only watching, but they talking now. They got me park, they got me circling the block before I'm parking now. Don't get it twisted. I ain't bitching. I'm just cautious now. Snub under the parking, extra cartridge now. Now, the information that's given on this program, it ain't for nobody to be scared. It ain't for nobody to be fearful. Knowing the power your enemy got give you power over them. That don't mean you scared. That don't mean you 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 uh you 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 falling victim to uh 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 being they prey or nothing like that. That don't make you soft. It don't make you none of that. And I don't really chime in on and I don't really comment on you know what be going on in the comments. But like since I've been coming on here for the past five years, I don't got a lot about nothing or nothing that was said on here. And any information that Brother Rob gives, it ain't fear-mongering or none of that. Like, we got to know this type of stuff. And That's right. To that person that was on the, to that person that was in the joint, okay, you've been on here. Oh, I'm sorry, Brother Rob. No, I was just going to say, if you're going to call into this radio station, we, we don't, I'm not upholding anything that Orange Man has done bad, okay? I'm not upholding we any of that. Do trying to show you is, man, the people that are after this dude, I've been chasing these people for 40 years. I know what they done done, okay? So you can't come on here and tell me that Orange Man is the devil incarnate with no No, evidence to back you. When I can show you that uh, Joe Biden, according to his own daughter, is having sex with his own daughter. Well, and, you know, a lot of times and, people do that. Oh, this is this is their strategy. So, you know, people have reasons. Right. And, you know, and, people, and that's people want to they, wrestle feathers, Sister Beth. You know what I mean? Some people like to wrestle people's feathers or, like you said, it'd be like kind of yeah. like a pissing test or, you know, who got the bigger ego or who wish say that they got the most information like you don't have to you don't have to give your resume like you don't have to say who you is who and all that and run down the, like if, exactly if, if, exactly if i got a if i got a phd and a and a, a neighborhood drunk that's and if that drunk got the facts i'm listening to the drunk i don't care what how many letters behind the phd smart you gonna listen to him <laughs> first, of all, first of all, a drunk tongue speaks a sober mouth. That's first of all. So I'm not even listening to drunk. But, but, but the crazy thing about all this is, though, this week, Sexy Red, Sexy Red family, 
then came out in support of Donald Trump. What? Sexy red, <laughs> brother Rob. When when you get off, when you get off, go on YouTube. Sexy red is in full support of Donald Trump. Wow. Now that's got to tell yeah. you there's something different going. Donna Brazil was absolutely correct. She said this is a movement unlike anything that she's ever seen, and she would know because she's been involved with Democratic Party politics at the top level for 40-some years. So she knows, yep. she said, there's a movement that's bigger than the Reagan movement and any other movement that she's ever seen. Yep. So and, what happened and Brother Rob, he was... Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what happened today, my brother. Yesterday, I went to the gas station. The gas was $3.47 or 41 cents a gallon. Today I went to the gas station and the, the gas was two dollars and eighty four cents in one day. I know what I said. And everybody I talked to, I mean, cars was lined up. Everybody I talked to was at least four people. I said, you know, when the Democrats are in trouble, every single person, the four people that I said that to, all agreed with me. They done dropped right. this gas down to vote for me level. Exactly. And, and you know, I don't know how it is up there, but like here in, in Philly and Pennsylvania in the, in the area, they got these stickers where it's Joe Biden and he like pointing a finger and they say, I did that. I that did they were putting yeah. them on gas station pumps. <laughs> they were putting them everywhere <laughs> on gas station pumps. So like, <laughs> They're done. They're done. And like you know, you was talking about you was talking about the limits to growth, right? And yes. on Wikipedia it say the limits to growth. The limits to growth is a 1972 report that discussed the possibility of exponential economic and population growth with finite supply of resources. Studied by computer simulation, the study used World Three computer model to simulate the consequence of interactions between Earth and human systems. So what that say to me is AI been running this since 1972 yeah. for real. Correct. Bingo. Is we've been in an AI yeah. program since yeah. the 70s. That's right. And this explains why everything is, it, it, it seems right. weird. It seems robotic. It seems crazy. Yeah. That's because this yeah. shit coming from, uh, AI. This, it ain't even coming from a new AI. It's coming from a 1972 computer. Old yes. AI. That's why we mentioned then, cyber, uh, cybernetic. That's why I put that in there. Okay? I want him to do some more research. See? Now, I'm going to get mad at you. Because I got mad at Delbert Blast, Steve Copley, man, y'all got to be crazy. Until I went and took a look for myself. Changed my life forever. Yep. And and they got a, you know, they got a revised version that's called Beyond the Limits. That is correct. And that came out, that came out in 2004. Right. So, we just see all this stuff transpiring since then. And, you know, Bush was put in there 
to carry this, to carry the limits to growth. Yep. And then Barack Obama came in to go beyond the limits. And they're going beyond the limits when they got these gay flags in these classrooms. You got the American flag hanging up. You got the gay flag underneath of it. And we talking about at historical sites, like historical sites. So today, you know, when the when the um when the system went off, I turned my phone off at one thirty and um we got a park, well we got several parks here, but the main big one is called Fairmont Park. And I went in there, I did some grounding, I sat in there for about three hours until it blew over. So in that part of Fairmont Park, um the battle like the 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 uh, civil war was uh fought here, um, all types of stuff. And you know they got the American flag hanging up, but underneath that, it was it's a good rain. flag. Then underneath that, it was a fist for Black Lives Matter, and I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is and like Black Lives Matter for all practical purposes no longer exists. It 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 never did because everybody sees what it was. If exactly. everybody sees what it was. But you know they I mean? want and that you was just... to it. They want you to worship it. That's why they run the flag up, and that's why they painted the streets with Black Lives Matter. And, and, and they, you know, they blame. It, it's crazy because they they blame white supremacy, but that is a white supremacy group. Correct. And you know, we were supporting it in namesake only. We wasn't putting the only people that was really supporting that is like some weird type black people, like you know what I mean? Yeah, it was being Everybody pushed was through. The hood, wasn't it? it was being pushed through the universities by young children, okay, who really had no context to view anything, okay? They were completely propagandized, and that's what it was. It didn't exist in the hood. It didn't. We it, just you know, seen like, that as an opportunity. Yes. When you saw them out in the street, brother, this is mm-hmm. how you know. They had one person with a bullhorn, and it was like they had already been in rehearsal for this stuff. The person with the bullhorn would say one thing, a one, a one stanza, and then the whole crowd would come with another stanza like they had already been through rehearsal for this stuff man that's not how movements operate movements don't nope, operate that's because they went on craigslist and they got a job being a uh um i was about to say rabble rouser what's that uh um provocative yeah, crisis actor, crisis actor, yeah. uh, agent provocateurs and all that. You can go in there yeah. right now and apply and become one. Of course. You got one running Ukraine. An actor. A comedian. <laughs> Look. And you also got they gave them $100 million or $100 billion a day or something like that. Black Lives Matter got $100 million, but they're not the only one. Another fake so-called activist is this, this guy named uh, Ex-Kendi or something. I can't pronounce his name. Now 
he's in hot water because he can't explain where all the million dollars that he got. You see a pattern here? The folks at Black Lives Matter are under investigation for all the millions of dollars that they spent and can't account for. And now here this guy, Eskinde, I think he's a professor in one of the universities, spitting out fake white supremacy nonsense. All right? So it's obvious that they need to remove them. They get rid of them. That's why you don't see them. And then All what's right? going on with this guy, Bob Menendez? Uh, window dressing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ain't worth 15 minutes of conversation Because all they doing Is what they did to Hunter Biden They charging him with the same Crimes that they already tried to charge him for It's all window dressing Alright If he's a crook And you can show that he's a crook Lock his ass up That go for everybody that's a crook The problem is right. You got crooks running the Justice Department. You got crooks running the FBI. Okay? And nothing is being done about them. So how are they going to be able to sit in judgment of somebody like Menendez when they've been hiding all that criminal behavior that's been orchestrated by Joe Biden and it's, it ain't even hidden? Nope. And they, they don't want to, they're not going hard in there at this point because they, you know, they feel they didn't reach their peak they they out, yet, and they don't, they don't, they don't have them by, by nobody law. They're looking at it like, you already know I smoke crack. You just seen it on the scale. You seen me smoking it. Yeah. You know, is it, what else? This is after he's been kicked out the military. This is after he's been arrested, uh, 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 supposedly been arrested with the gun charge. So he's still smoking crack and running underage girls. That don't even get discussed. Nope. And, I, and, it, and it brought tears to my eyes. It brought tears to my eyes when I saw one of them clips they had on social media, the little uh, mini clip they put together all his stuff and. You see him about to get head, and you know from the top of the head, like, that's a little girl. Like, she's eight years old. Like, yeah. damn, that's a little girl. She's 11 years old, bro. Like, you out of pocket. Well, it's just and, so much criminal stuff, brother. Biden got all the documents relative to, to U.S. policy towards um, uh, China. So he takes him to his house. And his garage, Hunter goes to the garage and looks at the policies so he knows what kind of deals to make because he didn't review the policies. You don't need to be no rocket science to see that. And that's why to this day, they ain't said a word about what they found at Hunter Biden, I mean Joe Biden's residence with all them documents. <laughs> what it's going to take, just like that, that video, well, not to cut you off, what it's going to take is, it's going to take for us, it's going to take for us to start saying something. See, these, like what you played earlier, all the people in there. I always 
always said that it's it's the blacks in the United States that's that's the world waiting on. Yep. Yup. I agree. That video that you played with all them people standing up. I wish I was there. And and you know, he's sitting up there deflecting. I can't talk over you. I can't just say I don't know what to tell y'all. Say I don't know what to say to y'all. Say I F that'll be better. I want you to go on the website and pull down the video so you can watch it. And, and it, don't deflect by saying, oh, I'm not going to talk if you're talking. I'm not, bro, just like you said, there's over 500 people up in here, and we black. Yep. You're going to get talked over. People going to be loud. People going to have outbursts. That's something you got to expect. That's something you got to Look, I got, videos, I got videos from other town halls that was on the west side. I got other videos from town halls on the south side, and here's what the mayor and his cadre of, of propagandists are doing. They'll have three or four Hispanic uh, representatives sitting up there on the stage, right? Because mm-hmm. if you notice the Hispanic girl tries to speak and say, well, and the people just jumped all over her. That ain't what we're here to talk about. But you there to put a happy face on so-called black and brown. Damn. Remember when we used to 